Warning, what you're about to hear is intended to make you laugh a lot, while also hearing some cool people talk about the cool shit they're doing. If you're easily offended or just can't take a joke, then you should turn this off right now. Otherwise, turn this shit up and hang on. Welcome to the Get Up. Right, all right. <laughs> Welcome to the Get Up Show. The Get Up, you can check us out at thegetupshow.com. I'm here today to talk about something that uh, I'm passionate about, and I know the two guys that are with me are passionate about. Uh, one, buddy of mine, Delano, he's a true hip hop head, one of the most industrious people I know, constantly going. Uh, it's crazy. So he's always an entrepreneur trying to do something, he's always got a side hustle. And then, uh, and then also joining us is a musician that we know, Mike Must Pay Phone, right? Uh, Mike, what's all your all your stuff? What do you got? Everything you can follow me on anything. Search me on anything. Must Pay Phone, all one word. M U S T Pay Phone. Yo, support the artist. Support definitely, the artist, definitely. And, and and thanks for coming on, guys. Uh, that's one of the things that I'm trying to accomplish, right? Like the get up, that's the whole name. Mm-hmm. In graffiti culture, getting up is when you're putting your name all over the place, right? So that people get to know who you are, then you're getting up. Uh, and that's yeah. the whole origination for this, the get up, right? Mm-hmm. I want to, one, make people laugh, but two, uh, well, one, make people laugh and have good conversations. Mm-hmm. Two, help those that are trying to do something else that are chasing their passions, uh, you know, Working the nine to five, but also doing the side hustles, right? Yeah. The things that they're actually passionate about and really trying to do it rather than just saying it. You know, it's so crazy that segue to like, again, what I'm working on right now with the uh, building bridges business. It's like exactly that, helping people achieve their dreams. I was having a conversation with somebody and they were just telling me how much they hate their jobs. And I was like, bro, why don't you just quit? You know, I'm like, mm-hmm. what's stopping you from chasing your dreams? Like, and it's this guy I follow on Instagram who I love, um, Gary Vinderchuk. I'm not sure if y'all are familiar, but mm-hmm. Gary V is uh, his hashtag. But he talks about that all the time. He's like, I didn't start working and figuring it out until I was 34. He's like, so if you're in your 20s, you can fail 100 times from that and still figure it out. I just don't think people understand that. So, like, what I do is kind of like sit down with people and do the same thing, just talk to them, yeah. help them figure it out, brand it out, get the paperwork together, and launch. Yeah, I see, think I need I need that type of shit. Well, I mean, we kick like that. Type of, like, that a lot of times, like there's times where I think I'm thinking like, damn man, I'm running out of time. But then, like you just said, it's like people that's getting in their thirties and realizing that you can fail that many times. I think I think too much of being a perfectionist yeah. and shit. And then it's like, and you know, it's wild about being a perfectionist though, because I struggled with that for a long time. You never actually do it, and procrastination. <laughs> you know, what I'm well, because you wait for it to yeah. be perfect, and it's, it's never going to be perfect. So right, that's like really hindering yourself. You know, <laughs> and that's the one thing I tell people about, like about business just like just do it like you can fail a hundred times like failing is nothing but debris to ground for success mm-hmm. so right. i always just kind of like do that like with the catering thing i was doing right i catered yep. for three years right i had did like i told you that wedding mm-hmm. at one time it was a complete disaster <laughs> like that failure right. helped me kind of like structure like i never do discounts no more you right know, i would never yeah. do certain things in business anymore because of that experience and if i didn't because fail, you I got burned i right. got burned you know, and it was it was a it was a tough situation. Like I made mistakes too, but it's like it was a learning process. Right. You know, so that's and that's the important thing too. And I think also is besides being like a, a you know waiting a, a perfectionist, waiting for like the right moment, mm-hmm. is some people get too comfortable or they're just too scared to take those chances because they're like, mm-hmm. what if I fail? And they can't just yeah. they can't get in that mindset of being like, oh, I'm just going for it. This is what I want to exactly. try. 
you know, that, it's that gut feeling, man. I know at times I was holding myself back. I'd be like, ah, oh, what are they gonna look at me like this? You know what I'm saying? Like even like I got my nose pierced, and I'm like, yo, I don't know how people gonna feel. It's like, why do right. I care? Right, <laughs> right, like, right. Hey, your life done. That's why I be telling like one of the things like I end my conversation with everybody I talk business about. I'm like, if it don't work, you can go find another job. The jobs ain't going yeah. nowhere. The nine to five <clears> is never gonna go nowhere because that industry. Is a booming business, right? You know it's, I mean? always, like it's always there. You can always go get a nine to five. You know what I mean? Especially in corporate America, with the way business and stuff is shifting. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it, it's free to try. Try this. If it don't work, you can always got you got a fallback. Yeah. You, got, you got experience. You mm-hmm. go go back to your same job. Right. If that, why not try to live your dreams, man? Yep. No, I definitely, and that's like like this whole thing. I, I don't. I've always liked like listening to funny radio and stuff when I come into work, right? And back. Uh, Back in the day when, like, uh, oh, God, what was it? Back in the day, really, really. Um, so there was Winamp, who was a music player, kind of like iTunes or something like that, but not okay. a store behind it. It was literally just an MP3 player on your computer, mm-hmm. but you could change it. Customizable skins. People were always making new ones. It was sweet. So they came out with a thing called Shoutcast, and Shoutcast was basically uh, what's now podcasting. It was a live stream radio mm-hmm. show you could do, so you could just log on and then instantly – just uh you could log on and then be just streaming so you could like have people literally tune into your show you could set schedules do stuff like that yeah so uh the name is pretty embarrassing but it was w uh, i was uh 420 radio (laughs) w-e-e-d we were just a bunch of jokers at the time you know so we were uh it it was cool we did a couple broadcasts did some prank calls and shit Mm -hmm. like it was it was pretty funny but then it was i don't know it was hard to just get everybody to come together and that's what's been the struggle with this too right Mm -hmm. is getting people to actually commit and show up so like you never know man. YouTube humans, humans are gonna do human shit you right but like my family can't count on my brother <laughs> he's one of the funniest guys I know just because he's so out there in your face like overcompensating <laughs> that no it's it is it's true and he he over embellishes a lot right and it's it's fucking hilarious if you've ever seen like Daniel Tosh that's what yeah, he's yeah, like. he yeah, is yeah. like Daniel Tosh mm-hmm. he looks like Daniel Tosh <laughs> to a degree like it's pretty funny and it gets grading after a while but in doses it's okay you know uh but yeah just getting people to actually show up so again i appreciate you guys coming through because uh, that's been one of the hardest things to do anytime you need me to come through bro i mean granted y'all right yeah obviously schedule schedule, right (laughs) well why do you think i like hit you up like a month ago like (laughs) (laughs) hey let me say this too because i know somebody probably gonna hear that know me and just be like oh yeah you had time for this hey listen he said he did my life is crazy yeah no no and delano uh, for sure, I was like, "Oh man, I got to get a, get ahead of this." It got here fast, though. It it, yo, no, it did, it did. I know Mike was counting down. He was like, at the beginning of the week, he was like, "Oh yeah, we got I, a few I, days." If I don't do that, I'm gonna forget. So yeah. if I if I don't count it down, I'm like, "Yeah, it's, it's not working for me." I try calendars and whiteboards, and the calendar it don't work for me. Saves my life. I got it's, it's called Family Tree. So like anything that's going on with my family, I got it going on in this app. And it gives me the reminder. It gives me the notification. I need it. Bro. See, it's, it's mad dope. Like, so like my wife will put something on there, and I'd be like, "Bet I can forget it now." You know what I mean? Right. Doctors so all I do, that. like on my Android, is I just have the calendar, but I just put the widget, and so it's just my calendar, and it transfers with Google across everything. See, I was and, doing and that. it does that. I was doing that, but then it got too hectic with mm-hmm. all the different things. That's like, yeah, you got, see, I don't got that much going on. <laughs> see, Delano's got a lot of stuff going on with other people. He's working on other people's passion yeah, projects, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm always just focused on mine, so. <laughs> 
and that, so my schedule's frustrating. Let me going back. Like, yo, don't don't listen to this podcast and come call me. Like, if you're not serious, like, I my time is mad valuable. So like, right. when I sit down with somebody, like, it'd be frustrating because you'd be super passionate about their dream, right? Because that's your that's that's <clears> more passionate than what they I'm, is. I'm, yeah. It's like I had to learn early on with doing this business. It's like I'm not gonna drive you more than me. So what I do no. is I like the first like consulting session or whatever, I can get like 30 minutes out the gate and I see where you at. That's like, oh, you're not really ready for this. You're not, mm-hmm. I'm not going to keep coming we, back to you. you know it's like I mean? Delano Shark Tank. I mean, I've heard that conversation <laughs> in Shark Tank Shark where they Tank. do the same thing. They're like, we just don't feel the passion. I can't get behind yeah, you if hard. you're not going to do it. Because right. like the t- time is the one thing you're not getting back. So mm-hmm. if I, like me and Mike kick it a lot about the music thing, but I like my, I see the work. Like me and him was talking before he put out that last project with, mm-hmm. with Big Blessings. Like before he put that last project out, we was kicking like almost every day about it. I'm like, man, you should do this, you should do this, you should do that, you do that. He's like, bet I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, do that. He made those changes and came with that project, which I felt was dope. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? One of the better projects I think he put out as far as like his entire body of work since I've known him. So just stuff like that, it's like you see somebody working as hard as their dream as you are. So it's like I have no problem with sitting down for Mike. I would right. sit down with Mike for free just off the strength of I've seen him work before, mm-hmm. you know? No, no, but I think that's again that goes back to like the, the mindset there's plenty of people that talk and then the few that actually do, right? And you have to, I don't know if it's a different just personality. You have to be that risk taker. I know, I know with me, it's just that I never really like following structure. So I know with me, it, that's just how it always happened for me. So I, it, was it was always, always, always going to be your own thing. It was always going to be your own thing. So it was always, my grandma don't touch the stove. I'm like, I don't touch the stove. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that's why I shouldn't touch the stove. Right, like, you got to learn, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. learn for yourself. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, like you were saying, big blessings is I'll go get that. Big All right. Fire. So I got I to gotta ask because I've never asked to this point, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm glad I kind of saved it, right? So explain the name, right? For Must Pay Phone. Yeah. I mean, I got Mikey Microphone. <laughs> I got that one. What's... Okay. So originally, for people that don't know me, my original name was Mikey Microphone. Had that since I was like 12. That was always called Microphone Phone for short. I tried to go originally to change my name because I was feeling like I outgrew it a little bit. So I was like, you know, I'm going to change it to just phone. There's so many different brand names with phones, so many different brand names with pay phone. Couldn't do it, so I gave up on it about a month, and then uh, I was kind of screwed on my phone bill. It, it, <laughs> it was it was getting ready to turn off, and I had set a reminder in my phone, you know, like we were just talking about with the calendars, and it came up and said, must pay phone. And I was like, yo. Just, it just clicked, huh? It just clicked. It just I clicked. Made it all one word, so it looks a little sweet when you write it on paper, you know. All right. No, you know what? <laughs> Going through this and trying to come up with a name that I thought – uh, embodied what I was trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Um, it was tough. Like trying to find first, like, okay, is that a cool name? Is it witty enough? Is it, does it say what I'm trying to say? And then is it taken? go, is it, exactly. Is it taken? <laughs> I mean, like it was a oh, man, the, the, the number and names it's that I, I tried. It's so wild. That's one of the, as far as like the branding things is like one of the first projects we tackle when we sit down with clients is what are you calling this? Because that branding needs to go far. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like yeah. I was having a conversation with somebody that actually wanted to do a podcast. Going back to just people not being serious, right? So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, look, this is what you need to do. You got to find a name that works. And at the same time, you got to always tell people, you there's a blueprint to success. Just follow it. You don't have right. to reinvent the wheel. I'm like, all you have to do is add X, Y, and Z to this. And because this is already popping, you are already into that land. Right. So when people click this hashtag, just, right. you're already in the mix. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. <laughs> look, look! I don't like Instagram and, and all that. And we were just talking about that before. I don't like all that stuff, but I recognize that I'm going to have to step into that exactly. space if this is going to be in. any kind of successful. Yeah. And then I got, you know, word of mouth too starting off because mm-hmm. I'm not launching until the beginning of the year. 
uh, and again, I want to have the content there mm-hmm. so that, okay, yeah, this is, this was pretty funny. Let me listen to the next one instead of like, oh man, they've only got one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping to get two more done this year. And then that way I can start off with like maybe two or three at the initial launch. And then I'll have a few to release every other weekend or every weekend, however I, till I really figure that part out. <laughs> but then I'll have some backups to let out while I'm getting other ones recorded. So that way man. I'm always like ahead of myself just a little bit yeah, is the plan. That's kind of how I started uh, doing my music, my recording process now. I kind of like, because uh, it used to be, all right, my project's done. I'm about to get ready to put it out. It's like, no. So now I've been kind of, what I've been doing is finishing the project getting all the behind the scenes together while I'm working on another project. So that way when I do put out one, I still got another one that's already ready for when after I'm done pushing this and done having to run with this and doing everything I need to, then I can just, all right, here go the next one. I can start ramping up right. for this. And it's like, I'm always that one step ahead. Cause it gets to those points in time, like I said, where I did take a break to where I can't think of shit. You yep. know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, man, it gets tough shit. sometimes. And, you know what I mean? And it's like no inspiration at all. So mm-hmm. it's like, well, it, it's like almost sometimes you get to a point where you like tap yourself yep. out, right? Like mm-hmm. I go through spurts. I'm very, spurty with the things that i do like my creative habits right like mm-hmm. i'll start tying some flies because i'm just like you know megan's down here doing her art stuff so i'll start tying some flies or you know uh this th- doing the logo really concentrated got me to sit down did you see what the logo looked like delano no i didn't so it really got me to uh sit down right like so that. again being graffiti inspired the like get up no, right I was about to say that. so in and it was like that gave me a, a something to focus all my energy into for like I mean that probably took me close to a week to finish, uh, but you know it was just like going at it. I was actually this is something I want to do, so I had to put in the time, but it didn't feel like work because it was being creative, doing mm-hmm. something that I like. Uh, but no, I mean that's that is, that is, it's it's definitely uh, crazy, you know, trying to come up with a name and, and all the creative things, and then it's also mad for me anyway. I guess being on the opposite end is fun. Because you get in the work. Oh, no, it is. You see how a person minds where right. you get to see where they go at. Like, especially, I love talking to people who are super passionate because sometimes when they're super passionate, they're super rigid. You know what I mean? In other words, they're not going <laughs> to. Yeah, not right, right. Because they don't want to break change. out of like their yeah, idea of what they want to do. It's like, I get it. I love that. You just have to, you know, tweak it a little bit so it can flow, like, really, really flow. So, like, I was talking to one person about uh, their business thing. I'm like, bro, that's not going to work. You know what I'm saying? Like, what you doing, that's not going to work. But no, I just want to keep, I'm like, hey, listen. <laughs> you can do that, but you're going to have a harder time gravitating to people or, or letting people gravitate to you with that kind of name. I can't even think right. of what the name is right now. Something crazy. It's something, something crazy. I'm just like, it don't fit. And I'm like, a right. lot of times people, you got to look at business like that puzzle. You can't force something to fit or the future's yeah. not going to work. Yeah. And like I said, like, so like the, the whole name thing, it was like the shit show, you know, because I wanted to just talk about shit, shit that's going on in the world, shit you like, shit you love, shit you hate, whatever. Uh of course, taken mm-hmm. <laughs> basically any name with the word shit in it's already been taken mm-hmm. by someone for something. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. And even the get up, uh, get up is a Fox Sports show, I think it's called Get yeah, Up. And then it's the uh, right, uh, what's, the, what's the Netflix joint the, with the hip hop thing? Is that called the get up too? Oh, is it? Get down, the get, get down, down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, that was the closest thing to this, right? And that's why it was like the, the show is technically called The Get Up, mm-hmm. right? It's the getupshow.com to go look it up because the get up's actually taken. Uh, but the getupshow.com wasn't, so I was like, sweet, I'll go with that, throw a show on the end, no problem, just for that material, but the actual show being the get up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it was tough, man. It was it was hard looking for that. And then 
the spurts again. That's I think we were talking about that too. Got off the, yeah. the spurts of creativity. Like some people are consistent, and that would be cool to do like what you're doing, Delano, and actually working with people and seeing their creative processes. Where I'm always just working on mine. I mean, I've seen Megan start doing her yeah. her stuff, and and it's cool the things she's been doing because she's been branching out and doing more. She's made uh, I think close to like a hundred dollars this month mm. on selling her stuff on just on the side. Mm-hmm. I mean, only like making a few different things. No, so her. Ants used to own a pet store. Yeah. They sold it recently. Mm-hmm. So now they got nothing to do. And her one aunt, her husband's like the best hand surgeon in the state. So they're rich. So she just, she gets to, she has nothing to do now. She, right. The store is gone. So now she's really into the, like the arts and craft stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did a craft show yesterday. That's where Megan is today. I think out with her mom shopping and doing some craft stuff. But uh, her aunt wants to buy a storefront now and open up a craft mm-hmm. mall, which is basically like people that make their own stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you it's a storefront that you rent out spaces in, yeah. and they can set up their own little booth. Right now, they're currently doing one at someone's craft mall, okay. and her aunt liked it so much, okay. she was like, I'm going to get on that, buy my own, rent out the booth space, have my own there too, so now I'm making money off the people that are renting the booth space, right. and right. I'm right. selling my own stuff. Because like right now, you go set up your booth at the one that they're at. You set it all up, and then that's it. You don't have to be there to sell the stuff. They're, everything's marked and priced. So they tell you, this is how much of your stuff that we sold out of your, like, whatever was in your booth. So they do that, too. Like, really, really big. It's a lot of cool stuff. And, like, Mm -hmm. she makes, like, Grinches. She makes people out of pots. I keep telling her she started making just the faces, like, the heads. And I I was like, oh, you got to call them potheads. I mean, that's what you got to call them. (laughs) I mean, that's what you got to call them. It's, like, instant name. Oh, yeah. And you bring that up, and that's funny because, like, I'm, she's not for all that. And uh, obviously, my previous radio show, I've indulged. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but what what's crazy is I was reading a bunch of stuff about the stock market, and especially mm-hmm. like the companies that deal with medical marijuana, just marijuana, period, like uh, CBD oil, all that stuff. And when Canada legalized recently, mm-hmm. like all the Canadian company stocks shot up, but the U.S. companies are still down because they're based in the U.S. and it's still federally illegal here. Mm-hmm. And I was reading like Fortune and Forbes and stuff, and they were like, if you're going to ever buy right now for the small person it, or, you know, smaller groups, it's the perfect time to get Absolutely in is. because all the big companies are scared to touch it because it's still federally illegal. Mm-hmm. So if you get your shares now while it's down... It's only a matter of time before yeah. the federal government flips that, and that's then not even a matter of time. That's going to be like within the next two years. And then, year. and then it's just those stocks are just going to fly through the roof. They said it's like right now, like one of the best things. Also, hemp. Mm-hmm. They just passed the law, the Farm Law Act, or some nonsense that's going to allow us to have an industrialized hemp. Uh, uh, I didn't follow that. Uh, yeah, basically, now that'll be another part of the economy. They said that's going to really help, like mm-hmm. uh, the uh, farm owners out in like. Uh, uh, Oregon and Washington and out, out, yeah. out west a little bit, they said it's really going to help because it's a resilient crop that grows easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're like one of the last countries to have an actual hemp economy. Right. So uh, it's people have been asking for it for a long time. But that also, that's where the CBD oil uh, mostly comes from, is okay. from the hemp. So instead of it being like marijuana, the, you know. So that's another one I got to look at. I'm like, man, I got to get some more money to invest. Yeah, Listen, that's another thing. Like people always think, they don't have the money to invest, but that goes back to what we're talking about about the perfection yeah. thing. It's like you're looking for a certain amount versus just taking what you have and just working with that. Right. Somebody told me once, like just as far as like a wise business money decision is like, so I go to church a lot, you know, ten percent of my whatever I make goes to, you know, ties and orphans or whatever like that, right? He was like, What you need to do is take another ten percent on top of that just for yourself. 
and take that money and start fueling your own dreams. So right. essentially, you're working off 80% of your income. He's like, so make your life work off 80%. 10% goes to God, and 10% goes to whatever, you're, whatever else you got going on. And I was like, dang, I never even thought about it like that because it's so simple. When you think about that 10%, it's not that difficult right. for you to take $10 out of 100 you know what I mean, and do what you need to do with it or save it until you get to that 100 and then you have $100 to do whatever right. you want. So. And I think but that, that goes down to, I think, that the willpower for it, right? Having mm-hmm. that, that dedication and that that strength right because i've thought about stuff like that too you know and it's like man i gotta be i gotta cut back on my spend it's i can't believe that i'm running through all this money like this i you know and, and everyone does it it's like the more not everyone but not the majority people. most people do right oh man i start making more money I'm, i start living higher mm-hmm. and and it, you get into the same old situation right like you could still Boy, be rich yeah. living paycheck yeah. to paycheck That's because right. you got used to the spending yeah. like that right Right. Uh, and having that dedication, though, that to like this is what I I need to stop at so that I can set this aside. And the hardest thing to do for anybody with business, saving money, or anything is to just start. Mm-hmm. But once you start doing it, it becomes second nature. You don't even think about it. Like like I got it to the point where I just have money automatically come out of my check and go to a separate account. Right. Like I don't even look at it. You know. Yeah. And then I have another account where I just like that money I want to blow. Like my my fast food budget. Like right. life, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. I just yeah. Know I yeah. Need yeah. Always on the go. Yeah. Every two weeks for fun. <laughs> yeah. When I want to go to like. Yep. Chick-fil-A or whatever like that. So I have that money. Not on out. Sundays. Not on Sundays, right. You can now while you're up here today. Not, all right. It's, <laughs> it's one so, of the mall. So but I understand it. But it's like, Free I don't even see that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's what people got to do. It's like, it's out of sight, out of mind. If you just yeah. have it come out of your account automatically, you will naturally start to adjust to living off that 80%. Yeah. No. Think about it. It's tough. Yeah, it is. It's real tough. Yo. Let's look, get into, let's, let me get into right, the dagger because right. I ain't seen Mike in a minute, bro. Okay. All right. Listen, all right listen, let, listen. let me let me kick it off for, with this clip because this clip's <laughs> right. fucking hilarious. I've, okay. I was I saw it the other night. I watched this special on Netflix for uh, Noah Trevor and Yo, Trevor, Trevor Noah. Noah look, got Trevor a Noah. Fire. He got two fired Netflix standards specials. Yo, go check them out. Son of Patricia is this Son of one. Patricia is hilarious. So so if you watch this, you've yes. seen this. Oh, this shit is hilarious. This this shit is so funny. Is he gonna play? Come on. It. <laughs> this shit's so funny. Right. <laughs> trap. That's the new music on the radio. It's really fun <laughs> trap. I don't understand what they're saying, but I enjoy it. You know. Yeah, every single song is the same. Every trap song to me sounds like a toddler complaining about life. That's all I hear when I listen to trap songs. So... Every time a trap song plays on the radio, I think of my little brother. He'll go outside, he'll like, like hurt himself, he'll come back crying, and it sounds like every single trap song ever. He'll like walk in the... Like, and I'll be like, yo, Isaac, what happened, buddy? He'll be like... Get him a boy, I'll be like, yo, 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 dude, slow down. I thought you were playing with your friends. What happened? All my friends are dead. All my friends are dead now. Give me to the end now. I'll be like, yo, go talk to your mom, man. I don't know what you're doing. Talk to your mom. That's what I'm saying. That that is the problem with the radio. So I hate the radio as a whole, man. But you know, so there was this article that I was reading, and and I kind of get it, right? 
like the, it's, uh, do you think it's just the evolution of the music because it, it's it's evolved as hip hop rap started right? right it's definitely evolved from it being like the that party music during the break yeah, and yeah. stuff just to kind of hype the parties up to speaking about the turmoils of living in the city you know and and then moving on to more of what it is now more like the the party vibe the you know like just trying to be but like feel we, good music for or ever, emotional have we ever stopped that no no it hasn't stopped Stop it's just morphed music being a party feeling no because personally how i think yes maybe the sound has gravity you know what i'm saying gradually uh changed and everything but i feel like as far as the feeling of it and the purpose of it i feel like it's still the same that's just the music yep. so i would say that the feeling of it is definitely grad is 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 different and and it's crazy because I was just having this conversation the other day like I, I don't want to get into too much that I don't know how JP gonna have like break the segment up but like oh, this is no this is an ongoing so, conversation so, so it just rolls I, I was having That's a conversation it. that I feel like <laughs> the bar is now so low for artists nowadays like everything is classic and it's like dude like it's like it's not there's there's no impact there's no nothing it's just there used it, to be a filter. It, it, exactly. It used to be because like I, the, the I, music that like that we're seeing right now that's popular is always been there. You got to think about like in the early nineties, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. it right, wasn't right. no substance, no mm-hmm. content. No, right. Like it was just bass party. Like it was that. Mm-hmm. So you always had, had that. that. You always had your weird Al Yankovich that's coming. Out <laughs> Dude, you know, the crazy stuff. stuff like that. That. that music was always there. It just wasn't the dominant force. Right. So when you when, when I say the feeling is different, you got to think about it like this: Are we ever going to see just just for an example? Are we ever going to see another Al Green? You see what I'm saying? Are we ever going to see something like that, Marvin Gaye? Are we ever going to see artists with that kind of impact, with that feeling? Because when Marvin Gaye wrote "What's Going On," that's an accurate depiction of what's going on. Who's doing that now? I think that has that. I think feel. I think there's. I don't think there's any that have that feel. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. The feel. Uh, I think there's different. people that are definitely commenting on it. Yeah, yeah. And, they're, and they're making, but it's not the same. Not the same feel. way. See, I but, don't know. I get maybe it's because I, I I I make the music, but I'm listening to. Like, I gradually go through everything. Like, I just found an old clip of Stevie Wonder doing his rendition to Close to You. And to me, and mm-hmm. my feeling, that that's some stuff that's close to what Young Thug would do. And now, look, 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 it sounds crazy. It sounds crazy, but look, let me, let me, let me, let me. Because Young Thug, for people that don't know who Young Thug is, he got a very, like, crazy uh, sound that sometimes is not audible. You, know, <laughs> you, might, you might not be able to understand it. But how I look at it... In a, in a sense, is when Stevie Wonder first broke out in this video, he's the first one to break out the the original auto tune where you're talking. I can't remember what it's called, Bacoder, through the straw, okay. and you're like playing the notes. Yeah, out. yeah. The crowd was laughing at him until they got a minute in, and then they realized that he was dead serious, and right. then they actually listened to it, and it was it was a it was a beautiful sound. And how I look, it's the same thing to me as looking at a painting. You're looking at a painting. You don't know what the hell it is. It could be something you have no clue as to what it is at all, but it makes you feel a specific way. So now you you interpret it your own way to something, and that's kind of in a sense how I feel, at least about Young Thug. You know what I'm saying? Some of these mumble artists are literally just mumbling, but I feel like it's a, it's still something to it for you to come out of it and what you feel. And, and with a, with an emotion. Delano was yeah, saying right. about the feeling not being the same. Of course, like, yeah, we don't got an Al Green right now. Uh, you know, R&B is my favorite genre. We don't really right. have, we don't really have anything. Well, that's because like, R&B's, R&B's time, mm-hmm. right? It's time is the dominant force of music has kind of passed. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at, I mean, what there were periods back in the 70s 60s stuff like that yeah, right. where so, where right it blew up and mm-hmm. then it kind of would go away to you know whatever I, 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 just to that point it's a, i feel like it's a resurgence like this year mm-hmm. all my favorite albums this year are r&b albums yep right. i agree so i think like it's think, on that comeback i think as far as like it i think 
the music doesn't. I think a lot of people feel that music is shifting just in its own realm. I think the reason why well, it should always. Yeah, I, yeah, it should. I don't think that it ever is that though. I think I, what I think is it depends on what's going on in the outside world to what type of music we end up liking. Right now, the kids are all doing a bunch of lean and doing a bunch of you know stuff that makes you have a slow motion feeling. So we get those traps that have the slower and harder 808 feeling to the to the records and whatnot compared to like the 70s. You're all coke. You know what I'm saying? So people people are off the coke and all that we need to hear that smooth ballad, that smooth, like, I feel like a play. I got me a silk shirt on. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Some loafers on. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it, it, make, it make you feel like that. Even right now, and I've, I've never partaken in, in cocaine at all, but I, I feel like when I'm listening to an Al Green or I'm listening to a uh, Stevie Wonder or I'm going back to Bobby Womack or I'm listening to any of these songs i'm feeling like i've taken that drug in a sense and i'm listening to it in that way but you know with I mean? the the cocaine i like i get where you're going with that but i just think it's like the 70s was more of the, the heroin thing okay you know what i'm saying so that gave you that slowdown because the coca's more the coca's like early the 80s yeah you know, 80s see, like, 80s was definitely yeah, the coke time the late, late 80s <clears> you know what I'm saying the crack so it's like i get what you're saying and i completely agree with you I and you can see the influences i think mm -hmm. clearly you can see the yeah. influences in those mm -hmm. decades of music but when you go to talk about like life reflecting art in lack of better words you know what i'm mm -hmm. saying like i definitely agree with that music is always going to be an accurate depiction of whatever is happening outside but with that said the i feel like the bar there's it's not the same it's no impact it's microwave it's microwave like mm -hmm. you said like how you were just talking about how you structure your projects now who's structuring their projects like that it's not but me. is that is that the artist or is that the or is that the consumer well That's I, the I, think, artist. I, think, I think it's on both this, this it's was, on both i think it's on both and it's definitely on both. on both now because you got people like i could play an album uh uh to this day my sisters they're born my oldest one's born in 2000 i'll play a return of the mac for her and she's disgusted that i even played this what is this garbage what and i'm like you gotta have some type of what do you listen to what are you listening to and then i understand i did not understand exactly because she'll turn on something and then, and then i'm like so but, the only but, reason i say it's the artist is because think about this even with business right mm -hmm. i use this for an example henry ford said if he would have asked people what did they want when he was inventing the car they would have said a faster horse right and people he, don't know what, what they, they want. want so the artist is mandating everything so but the artist feel pressure from all the artists put look at gucci how many projects gucci put out since he's been out of jail this year alone he put out 10. you see what i'm saying like it's the microwave era but that, now that's just his work work ethic that's just right. how he works he's always been like that but i'm using him as an example because i feel like one thing he did as far as impact is force everybody to step up to that plate and put multiple projects out right. we didn't even call it another conversation we need to call them albums them where they're just projects. yeah yeah it's, it's, right like but, but that's, that's another thing but that's why i feel like it's different is because everything is so microwave so if the artist put a demand out like think about when the last time you seen dr dre but see that's, that's uh, also hey, hey 26 years ago <laughs> we were just talking about that 26 <laughs> 26 year anniversary feel, of, the, of the chronic I yesterday like, i feel like yes you know you should be able to have enough impact to where you could take a five-year hiatus or whatever you know what i'm saying because you ain't had nothing to talk about, so you're like, right. I don't got nothing to talk about. Mm -hmm. I'm a, I'm a, I got something to talk about now. Ten years later, so well, I'll talk about it. But the Beyonce, for Beyonce. Yeah, but I think, I I think too. Like but even then, when Beyonce drops, still after she dropped, people be, where's the next one? Where's the next yeah, one? People yeah, say but, that they they do say that, but do she give it to them? And, and <laughs> would they be happy if they felt the quality was subpar to what she normally puts out? Like you, as an artist, you set the bar for the exactly. standard of the stuff that you put mm -hmm. out, right? So mm -hmm. if you take longer to work on your stuff because you're a perfectionist, because you want it to be your sound, right? I think the hard part is one of the other things I wanted to talk about was the barrier to entry being so low mm -hmm. now. Before facts. to before to that get your facts. music out to the world, man, it was a hustle. It was a grind. Yeah. Even like you know 
what my son's 14 so even 14 years ago when it's i was djing and stuff it was a grind you, you know you still go out and do shows you don't have to do shows anymore to make it you see i feel right? like i feel like the double edge to that is like you guys are saying now you don't have to put that amount of work in but now that that amount of work that you used to have to put in, now you have to put it into something else in order for it to work. That, right, that amount of work needs mm -hmm. to go into the actual art itself now. Mm -hmm. it, what it feels like, because it's so easy to get garbage out there, you can just boom, boom, boom. You can literally probably go put together five songs in your room today and then ship them out on YouTube mm -hmm. and on all the various channels. And, and those could all become big things, right, right, that you barely put any effort into. I think with the barrier being so low, there should be more of an emphasis, and there is for certain artists, See, on making sure that that time Time spent mm -hmm. is now extra on being better at what you do. And I'm not saying that everyone that puts out fast projects is garbage or anything mm -hmm. like that, but I do think it's way easier for out. people to just catch on a trend and mm -hmm. just put garbage out and it just get it get but get them so, popular to open like, up like other opportunities. Saying, like that energy and because we have this conversation all the yeah. time, like it, just as music enthusiasts. It's easier to get into the gate, but it's harder to stay now. Oh, it is. It is so definitely harder. Exactly. Look at designer. Not throwing anybody yeah. under the bus or throwing names out there, mm -hmm. but just look at designer. He hasn't yeah. been able to catch another break since that record. Yeah, that, no, it's, and, it's and, definitely and, harder, and that record too. Was, that record was fire. That mm -hmm. record was fire. And then when Kanye got on it, it made it even more fire just because of who he is. Mm -hmm. But he ain't been able to follow up since. Mm -hmm. And that goes back to that. Like it, like back then, or not even way back then, like 10 years ago. Like yeah. 14 years ago, you had to have talent. Right now, all you have to do is have equipment. Right. I think I think you still have to be able to have some form of some form of talent, even to where if we may not think that this person has a talent. Uh, back to you were saying like with effort and everything is less effort. I almost feel like now in the day and age, if you put too much effort into it, then it becomes to where nobody wants to listen to it because then. So for example, at least creating wise, business wise, I feel like your effort has to be you have to be mm -hmm. on it. Yeah. Creating wise, creative wise, I feel like. It's a feeling, and if, at least when it comes to myself, when I'm creating something, I've, I've done a new theory for myself to where if it takes me more than 20 minutes to even think of one bar, then that beat's not for me. If it, it's not for me at all. If I can't think of one bar off of the initial listen to this, just one bar, I can't. And, and I can respect I, that. I, 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 I can respect that, that. yeah, because there's been plenty of times. Said, yeah, that is going back to the whole, the effort. Because right. other people would be like, oh, word, I can't figure out enough. Uh, a, B, C, D, E, F, G. Like I'm going to come back to it and make it work. <laughs> versus saying this ain't for you. That goes to beat selection. You know oh, what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. What else is that? I it think that's still the effort having a high standard. Effort, this having is, a standard. Like, yeah, yep. I can't think of nothing. Fam, you got something? Nah, okay, cool. Let's scrap it. Let's go to the next mm -hmm. one. Instead of like, oh, no, this be fire. This is going to work in the club. It's going to work here. Mm -hmm. This going to give me this. I need to make it work. I right. think that bar that you guys are talking about, too, that is, that is lower, I don't think that is lower. I just think that is more wide. I mean, the reason why I say that because you always had the artists they were there trying to get the easy ease to do gangster rap. They want you know do do gangster right, rap. Right. We need we need to inflate the prisons. We need to inflate all this stuff. We need so we need you guys to have this specific message, or we not paying for it. But now that they don't have the say so in the matter of what's going to pop because they're not the gatekeeper of keeping it from reaching somebody, mm -hmm. it does. Oh no, it is, it is definitely it is definitely opened mm -hmm. the opportunities for those that maybe were overlooked before mm -hmm. that had talent and were actually you know mm -hmm. passionate about what they were doing not to say that some of the others aren't but it feels like there's less of a passion yeah. uh I, yeah it's definitely open those it's definitely a double-edged sword mm -hmm. right it's open those possibilities for those that didn't have the right connections were overlooked mm -hmm. but they were talented it's open it made it easier for them to actually get the attention now See, I like but the then it's also period. allowed mm -hmm. less 
quality to come in. I like to compare it to it's being a lifestyle thing. Cause I used to get frustrated a lot and just be like, dude, you just rapping just cause you think you're gonna get the chance to pop. And a lot yeah. of people really are doing Oh yeah, that. yeah. A lot of people are doing that. But I kind of think of it as a rebellious thing because I feel like as we going more and more on and get more and more in these decades and more and more in the years, centuries and different things, the youth is being more and more rebellious in, in my opinion. And I feel like the culture that's, that. that's too yep. synonymous with each other would be skateboarding and rap. Yeah. The reason why I say those two is because you had to sneak the skateboard. See, another one of my passions. You had to sneak the skateboard in places, and then especially for, for a black dude, a black okay. dude skateboard. Yeah. Now it's more, it's more, it's, it's more it's common. More, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But back then, a black dude skateboarding, you was trash. You was you was lame. You was the you know what are you doing? Weird, but you weird, all that different stuff. Right. But it's like it's all the same thing. It's an informal expression. So like yeah, you may have that one kid that was sitting in the room. Like my boy just got out of jail. He ain't never represented his life, but because he seen Gucci Man get out of jail and make a hit. He in his head, he's like, "Oh, I that's can, me. I can make this hit. I've lived this life. It may not be for you. It may right, not be for right. you. But how I see it, why not? Oh, why yeah, not? no, I why definitely agree with why not. I mean, that's what this whole thing yeah. is. Is a why not? <laughs> but that's, that's, that's what I'm saying about business. Yeah, it's, try. Right. But the thing is, with business though, you can try. You're probably gonna fail. You know what I'm saying? Because like business is just so difficult to break into. But with music, like JP was saying, that bar is low as far as entry point because mm -hmm. you can I don't need to go to back then you used to have to try to go to New York or go to LA or go mm -hmm. to a big market to work yeah, or you, you had, had to, to go local you had to really pave the streets mm -hmm. now I can sit at the crib record SoundCloud it boom YouTube it hashtag it follow me get it going mm -hmm. do all and that then, and that could be worldwide that could be I, could, I could reach you in London or in Africa from my mm -hmm. crib back then you can do that but what I was saying is about the bar being lower I was talking about just specifically the quality of music yeah. you know what I'm saying like everything is classic like me and my homeboy and you gonna slay me for this we was talking about Drake I don't think Drake has a classic album Drake is phenomenal <laughs> here we I'm go I'm a day one Drake fan he's phenomenal he has more classic oh. singles Hilarious. He has classic singles, but I don't think he has a classic album. And I was, me and my homeboy have been debating this for like seven years. And but I'm, what's, but what's your, what's your definition of classic? Is it the structure of the album, or is it like what's? what well, and, and I think that can, I think that can change based on the era someone grows up. What they That's, consider classic. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I that, hear, that I obviously, but, okay, let, let's but, let's but as a, uh, as a music lover, mm -hmm. if you really are about the art like you you mm -hmm. consume the older stuff too like you can't just forget mm -hmm, the music exactly. that came before because mm -hmm. to to the point of another al green or you know being able to respect and learn that stuff and then mm -hmm. maybe that inspires you to be or helps combine the perfect formulation of an artist that ends up being that next I impact think artist. that takes it serious comes back to that formula for example i'll give you kodak black Kodak Black when he Kodak. started when he started doing his thing, he, he a young wild dude, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying, doing his right. thing. He probably wasn't caring about none of that old school stuff. But now his new project just came out and you can listen that he elevated his mm -hmm. bars. So he, he had two, to right, go back two. and study. So like you're saying, right. but as far as consumers, consumers aren't really doing because they don't care. They're not trying to elevate. Consumers too are the same like and again, they're both to blame, right? Mm -hmm. the, like there's the consumers too, because for as much crap that gets put out, mm -hmm. if the consumers are like, okay, cool, I like this crap, the more crap gets put out. I get I that too. Like to that point was uh when Nas released Hip Hop is Dead. Mm -hmm. I remember fire, listening fire. to the radio, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, fire to someone that like listens to the substance. When I, I remember it was I think it was ninety seven nine, right? Uh Someone called in when they were doing a request or whatever. Someone called in and was like, yo, why aren't you playing more of Nas's album? And he straight up said, no one's asking for Nas. Mm. We're playing what you guys request, and no one's asking for Nas, so it's not getting played. Right. Right? So that's 
to the whatever the consumer buys. I get like we feed the consumer because we make the product for the consumer to consume. But then they could also at the same yeah. time say, I don't more, like I garbage. I can, I can retract my earlier statement. I get it. <laughs> and I think the record companies had a huge part Absolutely. in in what Absolutely. we were fed to, like but they filtered a lot the of the garbage out too the because they were they were it's a money business, right? Mm-hmm. For the big companies. So they were like no, this is never going to work, right? right? This is that was the, I think that that barrier was what filtered a lot of the lower, just tries to capture what's going on at the moment kind of musicians that just jump on and or just artists in general. And again, I, I, whoever hears this, like understand what we're saying is like the game has always been that way. You always right. have one hit wonders. It just hasn't yeah. been dominated by one hit right. wonders. You know what but I mean? But see how I kind of look at it too. In a sense, it's like all right. Me, when I'm making a song, I used to make my songs to where I was not having fun. This is where I had my mental block. I was just mm-hmm. like, all right, it has to be a hit. It, it has to yeah, be a you, hit. It's got to go this way. But then it's like, then it becomes computerized at that point because then now I'm following a template or I'm trying right. to make something that's, even though I'm still trying to make my own sound, it's impossible to try to make my own sound and then follow what the industry wants as well. You know what I'm so, saying? And, and like, that's, that's a frustrating thing too because I've, I've seen that with other bands. Where, you know, they get popular off of one sound, and then as mm-hmm. soon as they try to change, there's always like a backlash. Oh, you don't sound like yourselves yeah. anymore. Mm-hmm. So I it's say you want my old stuff, I'm my old album. <laughs> right, right. But Not so like old. as a fan, I get like <laughs> wanting to hear more of what made me love someone, but mm-hmm. I do love seeing the evolution of a musician or an artist change, right? It's because confidence. you get into different things. Like Andre would be one. You could say yeah, no, you could clearly see his trajectory and how he's changed his approach to everything. And I told you before, yeah. it was funny to see that Big Boy eventually started following that that right, too, right? right? Like he stayed on his path longer before he started following some of the stuff that Andre was doing and getting a little more singing on his last we album. We all really just kids at heart, in my opinion. I no, feel like we I all kids yeah, at yeah. heart. We all either watch Dragon Ball Z. With <laughs> I, want, I, want, I want my pants to look like Goku. Whose pants oh, and it, oh be crispy, but there's nothing that's physically out there to make you crispy like that, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, so in a sense, I feel like when it comes to like creating and different things like that and being like your aesthetic, for example, right. I stayed away. I've wanted to know it's been piercing forever, but I stayed away from it because I'm like, ah, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Or I, or I like vibrant clothes, but I used to wear all right. black. I'm like, you know, I'm not gonna wear you know, whatever because it's, it's something, it's always another outside feeling. And I feel like when I finally tapped into the fact of like, Yo, I like doing whatever I'm going to do, mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. I want to do. Then it was like creatively, right? It, it, is that what part you were? Because you were saying you were at like a block where I was at a block. Is that was, what helped you get past that? Like that, that, that change? It, but what really helped me get? I watched interview after interview after interview of on different artists, different uh, celebrities, different um, cooks or whatever case it is. Just because they didn't know that people have stuff to say that I can always cross and bring back into the music or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Right. And honestly, what I was watching was an interview on love. And that, that got me back inspired to doing what I needed to do. And he was talking, uh, it, I can't remember the doctor's name, but he was talking about what, what kept him driven. A lot of things that he did and determined was because he had a woman that he had either lost, wanted, or had. And each one of those made him inspired to mm-hmm. do different things, right. no matter what it was in some form. So it kind of, I kind of translated it to the music and was like, yeah, it may not be a love for a woman, maybe may a love for the art or maybe a love for right. whatever the case is, some type of passion that I can't either reach. I, I tapped into there. The pa- the stuff that I do have, I tapped into there. The stuff that I lost, I tapped into there. And it's like it being more vulnerable 
made it, which is also going back to being yourself more, you know what I'm saying, made it so that I could create more because I'm not in a box being like, I got to be this cool dude that looks right. like this, that dresses like this, or has to have this certain style. Because, you know, now, back to what you were saying too with uh, with uh, being low level, the low level bar, I also feel like back then it was image, you had to have a certain image as well. Oh, but now sure. your image is broadcasted 24 7. Yo, so so, your, yeah, yeah. so your whole life is. So at this point right. now, if you came out and you're a gangster rapper, you can't never have fun in a Go kart because now you're right. now you're seen, now you're, you're, see, you're seen as a gangster rapper. What is this gangster right. doing in a in a go kart having fun? Like why is he why is he buying flowers yeah. for his mom? Like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. different things like to like that to where it gets into people's mental and they feel like oh I can't act outside this or at least I won't broadcast. It well, because it's you're more you're always on yeah. right. Mm -hmm. There's yeah. no there's way less privacy than there every but yeah. that's to some people's own fault because the, yeah. they've taken away their own privacy yeah. by the last time you seen Dr. Dre like, right right perfect is perfect example yeah. like mm -hmm. I, I think artists control that like you don't have to be on Instagram all day you don't have to Facts. post everything so that gangster rapper that wants to buy flowers for his mom not only can but you don't have to post it right I'm talking about in the, in the eye because he could be out and then somebody oh paparazzi's got somebody crazy too just, somebody can just catch you or whatever the case it is and then like like you were saying too with the uh you know it's like dr dre i feel like also that's a level of money too that before you can just be ah, done. that's true that's be, yeah be, <laughs> it's, like, a, it's a level of money where you can just one, buy your to, to where you can just dis disappear for a little bit because every now and then if you're at a lower level than dr dre yeah. you gotta go to the grocery store yeah. so you gotta get your, you got you gotta get your food yeah, and people are gonna right. see you out there you, you know need that saying? beats like, money <laughs> you need that you need to go do that you but you vegan <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Gangster, stupid. what you mean? <laughs> what you out here eating healthy for? Go get you some chicken. You better get that in some grease. Like, what? Like, yo. Oh, no. That was great. That was a great line. Oh, my God. Man, like, but I definitely agree with you. But like, it's, it's tough, man. I think us as human beings, it's not oh, just shit. musicians. It's us Thanks. as human beings struggle with identity as a, as a, oh, as yeah. an entirety mm -hmm. because of image of how we think we are perceived how we think we want to be perceived i mean we're a sociable like, creature yeah, though yeah, too you know and it's like you want to fit in like with your homies or whatever like that you know yep. like i i feel like the you and it's just god i give god all credit for my life because mm -hmm. like i've never really struggled with those kind of things because i've always been so inclined with what i'm gonna do and how mm -hmm. i'm gonna do it and it's, it always went it went against the grain like i had homeboys like outside you know when i mean outside like on the block you know what i mean like and i'm like i'm going to school taking four or right. five buses to get to school and like mm -hmm. they like yo why don't you just why would you quit you just be like that's whack you ain't got no money you ain't doing it. and i was like yeah i get it but in the long run like mm -hmm. the long game you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to be right where I am right now doing what I'm doing with business. Exactly. Like, I remember a specific story. I don't know. So, to that point, too, though, and that's a whole other episode. Whole other episode to get into some of those things. But, uh, no, I mean, it, it, but there is that's that inner resolve again, like we yeah, started yeah, off talking about, right? It. Like, you you have to have that drive or that passion for it. Mm -hmm. I think like in if the music that's, business, they say it's the it factor. I think mm -hmm. we all have that version of the it factor. It's just a matter of honing it in and tapping Tap into in. it right. and, and keeping in. it. And going back to what I'm saying about not to make it all overly spiritual, like having that relationship with God makes it easier mm -hmm. for me right. for that. Because, like, when I find myself in those moments, because we all, like, there's nobody absolved from the slump or the lack of creativity. Mm -hmm. You're going to go through that. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's inevitable. It's just a matter of you have to learn how to navigate through those dark points to keep you motivated or inspired, whatever that may be. For Mike, it was the right. interviews. You know, for me, it's just a matter of prayer and at the same time, just looking at my situations. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I, it's hard for me to just like, like, I equate it like this. Back in the day, I used to hear Jeezy. 
okay, since we in the line of music, uh, but there's no way I can get up and be broke after this. You know what I mean? Like, right. there's no way. So, like, for me, there's no way I can stay uninspired with just looking at my life. It's not what I want it to be, and it's not what God said it should that's, be. That's so I have at. to get up and start working. I have right. to put my hands to the soil. So I look at it like that, and I think that constant hint, but some people get complacent. Like we were talking about going back to that. I'm complacent being the fraud or I'm complacent being right. this. Like, it's, it's wild, man. Like, that's a whole different conversation, like, for another day. Like, because it's more layered than yeah. that to, like, really break down humanity mm-hmm. and break down even democracy to an extent. Like, all of those things matter. Like, all of those things matter. But let's just give it a thing. Like, we get way too serious, way too deep on the Sunday hey, afternoon. Hey, Gangster Vegans. That's a whole, a whole new album. Right before the Gangster Vegans, you said something very blasphemous. You said that Drake don't have any classic oh, albums. Yo, I stand oh. by it. I stand by it. I can't, I, can't, I can't agree with that. And I don't know if this is my generation or not. It is. We were on the same, we were on the same age we, bracket. We are. We are. I, 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 I got a few years. I think I got like three or four years on you. But still, we in the same age group. I, feel, I understand. And I can totally agree with you saying he has classic singles as well that Bye. may not, that may be separate from his albums. Yeah. But I also feel like that he has he has a fire album. I feel like Take Care is so a... Let's, I, is take it. Care is y'all go to. So let's, let's break down Take Care. So peep. <laughs> and let me say this too. Again, I'm a day one Drake fan. And, and right. JP said, as an as a enthusiast, as, as a, a music enthusiast, I look at music or hear music a lot differently. And then as I, like I used to record, I used to be in the studio a lot. Mm-hmm. So like I hear music and look at it differently. So with that said... Drake himself is classic. Drake himself may be top five to some people. Right. He's not my personal top five, but mm-hmm. he may be. He, he may be in my top ten depending on the day. And with that said, I think people look at that, and that's why they say he has a classic album. When you look okay. at the albums in its entirety, it's a lot of skip material on Take Care. How and how do you feel about that now, right? So like that was one of his. Well, as we were talking a little earlier, it was in my head, and then you came right to it. Awesome too. Uh, the difference between albums before and now, like you guys talked about mm-hmm. albums versus projects, right? Mm-hmm. So before I would buy an album for one or two songs that I liked and I would end yep. up loving songs that never mm-hmm. made it to the radio. And mm-hmm. I'd actually, when they'd hit the radio, I'd be like, damn, yeah, I knew that song was good, mm-hmm. right? Now it's like you there, there's, there's none of that consumption, like those initial buy-ins to get you to consume the rest of it and hear it all. Now it's literally just streaming pick, the song. pick and choose, yeah. right? And how do you think that would have influenced some of those, what you thought were, you know, Let's what was a first. classic album? Because nowadays, is it just the body of work as a mm-hmm. whole? Is that what you have to look at I now because what, things don't get grouped? I want to hear Mike's point about Luda because I love Luda. Yeah, so do I. I absolutely love Ludacris too. And this, this, is what I, this is what I feel. I feel like as far as current rappers, if we're going to compare it to, I say Ludacris and Big Sean are the same person. And the reason why I say That's that. That's disrespectful. The, the, reason, the, reason why I say, the reason why I say that. They're both animated. You feel me? They're both animated. They both, to me, at a point in time, at a point in time the animation got to a point to where now we can't really, not to say respect you as a, as a rapper, but we don't want to hear nothing new. And that, that that's, to me, that, but now Ludacris, is, the first album I ever had was Ludacris Chicken and Beer. That's, the first, album I, right, that's yeah. the first album I ever bought with my own money. Now I had other CDs before that, that I took from my dad's collection. <laughs> but like, but like that was my first one that I physically right. bought with my money. And I bought it off the strength of knowing that there was the, the one song that I had the video to that I seen multiple times, like you were saying, which was uh, stand, when, up. Stand, up. stand Up, Stand Up, When I Move, You Move, just, just like, like that. that, you know what I'm saying? So all, I knew, and then I got the song, then I got the CD, and it was the other songs on there that was that was fire. And I still feel like that essence is still there, because in a sense to where now it's just track list that comes out, opposed to the single. Right. So now it's the track list, and when, when I mean, off top, everybody gonna listen to a whole, no matter what the track list is. Whole, you just gonna listen to whole. Whole is the goal. But I, see, I agree. But, <laughs> But I also say, I also say, it goes back to like you were saying, like about 
him being a classic. At this point, he's a classic off top. So as certified. We're going to get into that. Certified. He's a certified classic all the time. So like, and I've, I've never heard a bad verse from Hov. That's that's my opinion. These are facts. I've never that heard. That man is talking facts I've right never now. heard a bad verse from Hov at all. But for me, with, with, with Hov, I, when I was growing up, that wasn't who I was really listening to because it, it like, now this is going back to the classic thing, because it wasn't, it wasn't to really pertaining to my life. I couldn't, this nigga, he was talking too much rich stuff for me. I'm right. like, found, I'm not even there yet. I didn't, but I didn't have the mindset to be motivated for that though. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I wasn't, I was more so listening to the mm-hmm. Eminem because the beats were crazy. He was talking out his mind. And, and, and I know I can't relate to Eminem, right. but it was just the fact that, oh, I don't believe nothing you're saying anyway, so I'm good <laughs> with that. To where, to where a Jay-Z, I feel like he was talking at me at the time. And it took me, it took me till I got older to be like, yeah, he is talking at me. And, but it's something that I, that I needed to hear. So I feel like with the classic thing, it's also a time of, 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 of relatability. You know what I mean? Cause there's albums that I go to and it was the ludicrous that I was talking about to where, yeah, I, that was my first album I had was Chicken and Beer, but I felt like that is a classic because now at a later time when I go back and listen to it, it's relatable. The thing that's on there is more relatable to me. So, so wait, these, I, I, I'm glad you said it because that's how I was going to segue to it's relatable to you. Yeah. That's, I think right. that's what separates classic albums. If it's classic to you, I would rather people just say this is classic to me instead of saying it is a but classic. But isn't that always what it is though? Because some, because I might because not determine a Nas album as a classic because I don't really listen to Nas. No, I think I, it, like, I think it turns into the what's the community also look at. Okay, so like like Nas, right? Like Illmatic. Illmatic is a staple of hip hop. Right, that's, that's not, it's not debatable. But is. but for how long? Because still not. <laughs> but for how long? It is among those that choose to look back right, right? but there's artists it that have can, come out it can disappear Whatever right there's saying, there's artists I, that came I, out I, like I Tupac Biggie who's I don't even care about I, those I guys I agree with you but those art okay, let's, <laughs> yeah. let's when you look at those artists who make statements like that <laughs> realistically what is the longevity the of their, their careers? careers right let's keep it a buck that make the uh, let's make those statements you know what I'm saying like the classic statements no the statements like who was Biggie in pocket right 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 like that not trying to be funny like I get music evolves but like you know they're not going to stand at this time. You're not going to be here 15 years from now. Where's Trinidad James? Right. With this. Mm-hmm. Where's Trinidad James? When the last time you heard a little Yachty sing with that was fire? I mean, I personally... I don't know I if I would have thought any of them. No, no, I said that was fire. Not saying the last time you heard it, but yeah, the last I, time you heard when it was fire. I'll rock with Yachty. I think Yachty got fired. <laughs> okay, that's that's subjective. His like, last album got panned pretty bad, didn't it? Uh, yeah, it did. Yeah, I'm pretty like, sure it, was, it got panned pretty it, bad. It wasn't, it wasn't, he didn't deliver. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, I, I listen to people or listen to music as an entirety. when I hear you, I'm only comparing you to yourself. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then when you get into a classic conversation, I'm comparing you to everything classic at that point because I think classic stands the test of time. Like and right. I it, like art reflects life. Look at Michelangelo's the Sixteenth Chapel. Mm-hmm. That's classic from right. way back then. When you look at Il that's Madden, also not going anywhere though. It's not. But these staples, like I said, well, but, but music isn't going anywhere either. Going I mean, but now see, this, 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 it's accessible constantly. You can, you can, you can reach, you can reach it and get it any, and get it anywhere. But at the end of the day, how I'm looking at it too is, is that gonna, is that gonna transcend? Is it transcending with people? Like it becomes a classic because of all right, the hall of the hall of fame stars or whatever they're called, the stars, yeah, the, walk of fame. the walk of fame stars. You know what I'm saying? People get those stars. Right. How many of those people on those stars do you really even care about? I only care about Snoop. He just got it. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Q, he on there. You know what I'm saying? There's Michael Jackson. You know what I mean? There's a few people, but my sisters or people that's older than me, they're not even going to care about a Michael Jackson <clears throat> or a Snoop Dogg or Ice Cube. And they're well, not besides Michael Jackson, are still alive. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and it's like, so at what point, because it's a sample, it's, it's considered like a piece of history, I guess. You know what I'm saying? And it's, so that would make it a classic, just like, I guess, textbooks. You're not just automatically always going back and reading history books and looking at stuff, but it's still in that history book. You know what I mean? Being there, but my whole thing is, 
when it gets to a, when it's internet age now, who is really who is really like going back and listening to the people that care? Okay, right? that's what I'm saying. Okay. The people that care. If you don't okay. care, I right. what we were talking about with the bar or the being lowered as mm-hmm. far as entry point. I don't care. I'm just trying to pop right now so I can have a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I can have the money. Right. My Instagram could be lit. Mm-hmm. I can go to the club. I can get a booth full change. Mm-hmm. I can buy, like that's what I want. So I'm not in it for that. But right. the artists like yourself mm-hmm. that are in it for that, I'm gonna pick up that Snoop Dogg. I'm gonna pick up mm-hmm. that Ludacris. Like you said, the history book stays there. Right. When y'all open it though, mm-hmm. Illmatic. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Ninety-four. Right. What, what years? It's 2018. Yeah, yeah. It comes it's, up right. in hip hop conversations yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. And, and again, I think that goes to that goes to the 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 uh, <clears throat> the god damn. What was I going to say? Like the, the the whole the music, the genre, the mm-hmm. as a whole, right? Like again, like what the the community feels like the hip hop rap community. Mm-hmm. The Illmatic was an instant classic, instant right? Classic. So like those things, like did Drake to Delano's point, drop an album that the world just declared an instant classic? Did it do really good? Or was it like, and then is it in five years, have? right? What, what impact? Or was it just really changes. good music that stood out compared to exactly. what it was what around what it? Take care of it. <clears throat> changed the face of how rap albums composition-wise are put together. That was the first rap album. Drake didn't do that. Center. Drake, did, Drake he did that with So Far Gone mixtape. Now what everybody... Did, what did So Far Gone impact? So far gone now is you can't hear a hit song on the radio without melody. Period. N- rap, rap. So did Drake rap. do that or Kanye? Let's get into the bag. I think. I think. Let's it was, get into I the think bag. It was Drake. I think. It was I Drake. say. I say Kanye. I, initiated I even go a step it. further. Was it Kanye or was it Ja Rule? Let's really get into the bag. Ooh. Let's get into the bag. If we, if we, I still say that for what for what's happening now and what the the trend, the ambience of music and what everything is right now, I say it was Drake. I say Kanye opened the door for Drake to be able to do that. I want to really to be able to do that. Ja Rule, Ja Rule, in my sense of Ja Rule, Ja Rule didn't have no hits that didn't have a Shanti on it or a, or a girl singing. But it was still and the melody. What? Yo, they didn't have they didn't have no. Didn't have this, no I'm not even a Ja Rule fan, but you bad disrespect from. Ja Kill him on the internet. Must pay by phone. Slay him right now. I'm not even a job player, but what? Y'all ain't got no hits without a shot to on it. You crazy? We not. We not. Look right now. You can look at all his top hits. They all got another girl singing on it. That's his top like pop hits. But we talking about you. You just that's what we were talking about. We're talking about that. What was Holla Holla? Holla Holla was his first hit. Who was on that? So what out of these Jaru songs shifted the culture? Put it on me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that that one did. That, that I, whole I, album did. Yeah, 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 dude, yeah, it was. Me it, you, put it on me, and I cried. Right, and then he came back. Like he changed the whole style of like he took. I say this. I think Nelly did that before. John. LL started Look, all of it. Okay. Okay. LL started okay. all of it. Okay, okay. Yeah, it, okay. it can go back, but it, it took okay. it took longer for that shift to happen. Yeah. Right, and I think Ja Rule was yeah was the face at the point. Nelly got involved with it because think about it. Ja came before Nelly. Yeah, but I was just saying. You talk about shifting, shifting the cut. He may have influenced a couple artists to do it, but I'm talking about as far as look at Nelly's third album after Job Three Three or Rule Fifty Six Five. Mm-hmm. Ne- like Nelly's first album was Country Grammar. What yeah. songs on there had the melodies on there? The second album was Nelly did. What were yeah. the singles on there? Yeah. But when Job dropped Rule Three Three Six, you start seeing artists starting those harmonizing records. Like 
like Nelly getting more out there, for example, and stuff like that. And Drake is a student of the game. You see what I'm saying? Like that's what makes him great. He's in the game. So I'm studying the game and I'm watching these scenes. I'm making those adjustments. I can argue Drake didn't find his own style, so nothing was the same. I can argue that. And in a sense, then in a sense, I feel like honestly, let's get into the bag for real. Drake took Big Sean's style for taste. Let's really talk about it. Let's really talk about it. <laughs> really talk about it. I feel like a couple of songs he did. That's a fact, though. <laughs> Yo, this, this was a banger. I can't it was lie. a banger, right? Right. But he, the, but so, and this was someone that went from like being because he had hardcore that voice, hardcore. He got singing real quick. And he got slave for. He did. He might also probably got rich. He did get rich. Sure. <laughs> you think that without, if there's a way for us to edit this and take out all the women's vocals and listen to just Ja Rule, you're telling me right now. <laughs> You're telling me right now no, no. that that that's with no music. With I'm talking about without the melody. Right. No, without Vita on here, without Shanti on the record, and you're listening to just to just Ja Rule. You just the bar? The bar is still fire on the record. Bars is, I'm talking about we're talking about his melody. Like yeah, no one wants to hear Ja Rule sing. No. But are you listening to Drake sing? I am. Yo, let's really Drake can't sing that. He can't. He can't. He knows how to lay vocals. Fair, that's fair. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. Make, make and now look, with that statement right there, that's what he shifted. Now people can't even see. But Kanye they, did it first. Is what I'm saying. I don't think so. <laughs> How? I don't, because Kanye got that from Kid Cudi. <laughs> Kanye got that from Kid Cudi. Yo, since we got the computer right here, let's do some Google facts. Man. You can Google when, it, when did 808s and Heartbreak drop? Oh, 808s and Heartbreak is the gateway oh, to all this. Kid, oh. Kid Cudi wrote that. I don't oh know. God, bro. Chill. Kid Cudi did not write all that album. He wrote some of that album. Bruh. He not getting right the whole aesthetic up. for that. All those beats were were originally okay. Besides, say you will, say you will wasn't one of them. They all was in Hawaii for that. So I had a prince gave him the bars. <laughs> Kid Cudi gave him the feels. Feels <laughs> and bars are two different things. But Pete, if that's a, look, just for sake of conversation, if that's the case, this Drake big totally Kid Cudi. Drake is a biter. That's what I'm saying. At the end of all the day, all I'm saying is hip hop comes from a biting background. Hip hop in general, samples, Not music in general, but so hip hop specifically. But put it in the proper context. Right. I have no, I have everybody bites. Everybody goes back and samples right, something, right. stay something, or whatever like that. Right. When you start taking that and say, "Oh, I impacted this, I did this," no, Bro. you took something somebody else did. I e Bruno Mars, you took something somebody <laughs> else did and made it fire. But I'm saying it's already that, been so done. If, you, if you're the one that Kanye made it fire, did. so if you're the one it that was made fire it. before 808 <laughs> and Heartbreak was fire. It was do that. It was Heartbreak is my favorite Kanye album of all time. But like my whole point is, yo, so listen, the, music, the majority that you like when, a style. When, when, you like a style of music. When, when Kanye came out with 808 and Heartbreak, okay, no, because so, you saying you saying it was Kanye that started it, started it. But who impacted it? Because he started it. He didn't impact. Now, when you look up to every single song that there is, there's uh-huh. two styles. There's the the Canada, which is now considered Canada style, which is that whole vibey, airy, mm-hmm. you know. What Wait, I'm saying? there's a Canada style. Yeah, because Drake is Drake ended up. Oh, Drake ended yeah. Up, yeah, I know he's from Canada. Yeah, yeah, like okay. yeah, you know what I'm saying. So now you got okay. all those people with Nadia Casey. So isn't that funny though? How it turns into a Canada style, right? Yeah, that's, but that's how it be. Just like right now with Detroit. With Detroit right now. <laughs> T Grizzly. T Grizzly gets on, and then now. That's automatically a Detroit the, the Detroit style. style. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's the, the artist. It's like <laughs> if you from if you're from Detroit, how is your own style not a Detroit right. style? But that's another that's another that's another thing. Um, but the two the two flows that's out there right now, the two flows, and we're gonna really be real about it. 
it, it's, it's, it's the Drake mm-hmm. Canada I thing. I agree. And then right now, the thug. Everybody is using your thug thing. But if we go back further than that, it's 3 6 Mafia. 3 6 Mafia. No, every, you're not jacking that. Every, 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 every hit that's out right now, the <laughs> flow, Migos flow oh, to man. everything is, is all country black. And uh, Lord Infamous. We're not jacking it. No, it's not, fam. Sorry. I love three six. But no, we're not jacking so, it. So, Pete, going right. back to Take Care. Yeah. Take Care, he didn't have the Drake flow. He had the Drake flow and nothing was the same. What's the so Drake how flow is Take Care classic? That's, that's the whole conversation. What do you mean? Having. The Drake flow was there. You talking it about the raps? It was the Big about... Sean flow. Bro, you talking about raps. What was on Take Care? It was raps and melody. 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 That's nothing was it. Nothing was the same with his own style. He took... The weekend style and take care. Then they fall off of that. They he he helped them write it. But I'm saying though, that whole form, <laughs> like when you look at the House of Balloons mixtape, what was the mixtape before House of Balloons mm. with the weekend? Those two mixtapes prior, that style mm. that you see on Take Care is what he had. But Flow GLC wise, gave Kanye his style. I'm not knocking it. You <laughs> so but so he is, but so Pete, but Pete, we not going to GLC is not out here talking about yo fam. He took my style. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. The weekend did, and we also not we are acknowledging Kanye in his proper place. Right. Kanye is an artist, not a rapper. The classic albums he have, we don't put in the same vein as Reasonable Doubt and whatever. Right, Drake right. tries to come over into that lane and say <clears> this, but no fam, you over here with the artist. Yeah, All I'm saying yeah. is your 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 guy. Your well, not your guy. My fault. Your guy MC. Uh, Hove. Hove respects Drake to the utmost. Uh, no, they, you can respect. So, no, 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 no. no. There's no, disres- right. no disrespect. You, you'll right? be able to attest to this. Hove don't just work with anybody. Hove don't just he don't just shout out people. He don't just. Yeah, you got to make me break down Hove, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> he, he, he don't. He don't just. He don't just. You know what I'm saying? Like for example, he just shout out the whole Meek, which Meek, Meek Mill's album is great. Go get that too. Fire uh, champions. Album of the year, maybe. Go get it. For rap for show. For rap for show. I can. I can. I'll stand by that. I'll stand by that. Message wise and back to game. No skip would you say? Would you say this would be a classic for me? I, I'm not calling anything classic that just came out two weeks ago. But see, that's what I'm saying. That's what it is now, though. That's what, that's, so I think that's, like that's that's that, what, the, the designation of classic though could be just my personal classic. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Did the community as a whole deem it a classic? But there's no music that's out right now that you that the community deems as a whole because everybody wants more. So nobody gets a chance to sit there and be like, no, yeah, I, I sat I, with I, this. They don't sit with it, but they do. That's why I say I don't know. I think I that I last Beyonce album seemed like that felt like that was a classic. That The last that one with the... Joint. No, that joint was fire. Like, but it was really, fire, but I don't think it was classic. That's it was what I'm fire. saying. I don't think people go... And, and the reason I say it wasn't classic because it fell short of Beyonce, the self-titled album. Mm-hmm. That album was, had such a Sorry, no, I'm thinking, so what's the... The, was it Lemonade? Lemonade, yeah. Lemonade was fire. Lemonade. That, that, that one felt like the amount of play that that mm-hmm. one was everywhere. That's, every Beyonce album gets that play like yeah. that, you know what I'm saying? That's why I said like it feels short of hits and the reason being is because it was more so her therapeutic message album in right. my opinion yeah. to attest of what's, what's going on in my relationship, what's going on with my marriage, all these rumors are out. Let me address it in an artistic way and I feel like that album that album could be classic in the sense of inspiring other albums to do certain right. things, but I, I can't say that Lemonade is a classic just because I'm comparing her to Beyonce, mm-hmm. like the the subtitle album. I also think with the classic situation, it's still we can't really we could say a Nas album was classic because it's still it was an older it was an older thing it was an older thing and it, it is no doubting it as far as content wise no doubting it. But I'm saying as far as once my sister is 26. I, and I ask her what's a classic to her. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be. It's not. And okay, because we're saying personal to to the group of people that they're that they're talking about. It's gonna be a whole nother classic consideration for them. And that's gonna. So then what you're saying because you say about the community. The com- if the community is all at a fast consuming consuming rate now, 
the cl- what they the determine classic is going to be something completely so different. So let me say this. Let me use yeah. that, that example. Mm-hmm. The Mona Lisa. When the last time you seen it? I've I've never seen it. In never person? seen it in person. In person. Right. Yeah. Have you ever? When's the last time you seen it online? Everywhere. Is it less of a classic? I mean, but I'm using that example, right, right, because the current Tesla, current people, the current people were probably because artists changed, artists mm-hmm. transcended, artists. But what now. I was just trying to say, I wasn't saying that it wasn't that it wasn't classic. I was just saying that it's yeah. going to be other classics that that are going to be considered community classics that have no I, type I, of. I, I'm, not, I'm not knocking. Okay, it. I completely agree, but the community does not collectively say take care of the classic, bro. I, right yeah, now, yeah, right it now, maybe it will in time. Yes, I'm saying, yeah, I can right. also argue another another thing about take care. Sonically, music—the way music sound hasn't changed since Take Care came out. Yeah. Facts. So how could we say it's a classic when the sound hasn't even it changed to see if it's gonna stand the test of time? Right. Reasonable doubt, Illmatic. Go, just just follow me. Songs in the key of life. Thriller, Illmatic, Ready to Die, Take Care. Mm-hmm. They don't even fit in that same sentence. It's a different. It's a <laughs> they different. Don't even fit in that same sentence. But see how you just each one of those, each one of those, each one of those through Brassi, it does each one of those. Was a different, a complete different sound. Each single one of those albums that you just named were a complete different sound. But even to take care of classic, classic is what I'm saying. I'm just comparing it to classics, right? So, but you're saying that right now you're you're like the old head in the in the in the community. I'm not. I'm, I love. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying because. I'm not talking about hating. I know you don't hate. I know you like his music. I'm talking about as far as like a thought for your definition. Are you of saying classic, that like, but. It, it might even be to the point where like nothing that comes out now is going to be as good no, as what came out before. All right, good. Just making sure because there's that else, argument that goes out there too, right? That people get so trapped in there. I think yeah. again, I think a lot of R and B albums that came out this year were fire and could be arguably classics. And I can't even think of one off the top of my head to give an example. But I can't think of the last rap album. Rap is, I feel like, is is, is a little bit different because the way it's hinged upon is mm-hmm. how well do you actually rap and yeah. how well are you putting these, these things it together. It used to be. You know, I feel yeah, like when Kanye be. came along, used to be is Mike a key word there. Kanye the credit, he changed the way structurally music is put together and then Drake took it a little step further. I'm not going to ever take Drake's impact away. Like I said, Drake himself is classic. I just don't think he puts albums together great. I think Take Care is his best body of work, mm-hmm. but it's got a lot of skip material in there. Even that record where he sampled uh, Back That Ass Up, that record is trash to me. Like, it's just trash. Like, I'm not going to even, I'm not ever listening to that record. But it's ever. all about, it's all about, to me, it's all about moments, and I feel like it's always been about moments. I feel like back with the... Drake himself is a moment. That's what I'm saying. The art But every artist is a moment, though. I disagree. I think every artist is a moment. Right now, Nas cannot, he will, he will not be able to drop another classic. The blasphemy, dog. Go listen to Swiss Beast album. Listen to Echo. Fire. That's classic, a song. That classic goes, song. That goes, but think about it. Think about it. That Swiss Beast said that song was all was off the album that he was gonna put out from the uh, Nas album done from the Khaled album mm-hmm. until Kanye came along and said, "I got this idea for this," and mm-hmm. he went on and did that. Now, when I say it's not gonna be a classic, that's not my personal opinion. What I'm saying no, is, what the, community, what right, the no. community is gonna is gonna is gonna I, deem it. I, I think it would be hard for, and, and I think you saw some of it with Jay Z's album, right? Like he four, got four. pushback for yeah. sure. Like, oh, yeah. you're an old man rapper now. Yeah. This was some dad it's, rap it's stuff. Too, it's too much content. It's <laughs> too like he said, "You talking that?" I don't want to hear that. Only reason I'm saying Nas will have another class is because. J. Cole is a modern day nine, in my opinion. He is. But see, but then it goes it goes again to where to where everything is microwavable. Now people feel like, why should I listen to a Nas when I got a J. Cole? Because J. Cole don't drop like everybody else. Likewise. That's what you think. That's what you that's what, that's what you think though. You know what I'm saying? Like for for example, people are not people are gonna go to go to who all right, with the designer. With designer, you yeah. come out, future didn't drop a project in like which is a long time considered now, yeah. like three, four months. Yeah. So so everybody's tripping. He didn't drop an album, he didn't drop an album. Oh, 
I can easily search another dude that gives me the same satisfaction that I needed for that moment, mm -hmm. which is what makes it microwavable. All right, boom. Now, now there's a million Drakes. Now there's a million people that's doing the Drake, yeah, yeah, doing the Drake thing, and so now people finding songs. And like people, how many people are doing Nas? Nobody. Nobody. That's not the way. <laughs> not, you when Nas it. came out, you had you had uh, what's his name? Not GQ. Uh, Az, Az, Az came out with Nas. right, right, but he was he had he, to me that was Nas's sound to me. What Az, bro? We got when we you got, wait, 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 let me let me just make sure I'm hearing what you're saying. Are you saying <laughs> Az took Nas style or Az gave Nas? No, 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 no. He came out after, so I'm saying, okay, I'm saying, okay, okay. No, 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 but that's because now Nas's style was, isn't, isn't, isn't popular. Isn't the, isn't the end? Isn't the end thing? But now, to where that can change would be like, for example, Bone Thugs. They they were gone. They had their thing. They had their run. Then you had ASAP Mob come up, who did who ran with Three Six and uh, Bone Thugs type of style, style right, and feeling, right, right, right. and made it to where the newer heads, which would be like my sisters and them. This is brand. This is new. I don't know. I don't know nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know nothing about that. And so, so does that? Does so then does that make Three Six since since now that basically gave ASAP and them their structure, their platform or whatever the case it is, being mm -hmm. able to do that. Wouldn't that make three six and bon well bon everybody I don't think nobody disagrees with Bonthug being classic as at, 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 as a group. Yeah, as a group. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about albums. I don't really got albums. They they had such a distinguished sound too. Yeah. Like yeah. at a time they like stood to, out. And it was just completely stood that, out. That was that era of music. So to answer right. your question I would say yes they would be they would be they would be classic in that sense because they spawned something else but then in the sense of how many people did they spawn, how many people did they inspire, right? That's again going back to why mm -hmm. Drake is classic himself. So going back to where you said non style doesn't have a room where it's not the end thing, mm -hmm. I say it is gonna be the end thing because IE I follow J. Cole. J. Cole is my version of Nas. Mm -hmm. And if a Nas album drop, what is that man gonna say about the man that inspired him? Yo, go listen to this. Now I just bought mm -hmm. in at forty thousand Hundred thousand followers is gonna go listen to it because see, J. Cole goes. So hey, hey, look, look. So that's so my son wants Nas on his say, MP3 I'm player. I'm not gonna say. Do I mean, my son wants. My son's fourteen. He wants Nas on his MP3 but player. See, it's rebellious. It's rebellious. But, Nas is talking. But that's because yeah. she was a parent, though. Like, yeah. the, you, you really yeah, it, 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 it like, is. It like, is right. That's, that's but, but to put that degree, right? I mean, he's in high school, so he hears all the music that everybody wants to hear. And he, look, I played. I played for. I played rewind for him, and I was like, just look at, watch, watch this. this whole song's in backwards. Right. that some people some people can take new stuff but a lot of people it's the same thing with their life if your life I feel like your music taste can let me know about you that's, that's, that's a fact that's, oh, for that's, sure that's, for that's sure. facts that's, I, for sure. I, I, I'm not a judgmental person but I am very judgmental when it comes to my playlist <laughs> yeah. I'm quick to get somebody off score and get in my car like let's see where you at Delano's gonna be Delano's gonna be going through my CD collection it determines the level of conversation I'm gonna have with you and I'm not trying to be funny because I feel like music is not only an emotional thing like EQ but it's an IQ as well like what about your mindset gravitates to this what about your life how you think gravitates to this because again art reflects life so if you're mm -hmm. listening to this it's a reflection of your life because I understand that you can listen to party music because everybody yeah. parties I understand because sure, sure. like, like, when I, it gets to the point to where to where you're not how I look at it is alright let's say you only listen to 90s music and then I try to bring something else to you to listen to and you're, not, and, you're, and you're not open you're not open right. to it to me, to me yeah. in my opinion I'd be like that also translates to how life is for you yeah. like, oh, for sure open, for you're sure. not open to your resistance to change right? exactly so right. that's so in a sense that's kind of like you know what I mean 
like he was saying, I test, I, I'm testing it out. You know what I mean? Like if I right. sing, I always have an R and B playlist set up for whatever chick I'm about to holler at. And that's just me. That's just me. <laughs> These are facts. That, that's, that's just, that, that's that's just, just me. Stuff. I, I, I got the playlist, and then I act like you were the first one that got it. Here it is. Here it is. Don't give it too much game. Don't give it too much game on the podcast. Don't give it too much game on the podcast. Here it is. I might even change the name of that playlist to your name because say you inspired it and it's here too. But like, and then if you come back and like, don't get me wrong, you can not like some of the songs on the play. That's cool. But if you come back and you're like, ah, that's not really my vibe. I already know what type of, in my opinion, I feel right. it. It's, it may, it may not be right. right. No, he usually be right. Ninety percent, right, Like, all right, you you a turn up girl that would like to go out. And sure enough, when I start looking at all your Instagram pictures and stuff, yeah, right. it shows that. Club, it shows that. My thing is like, as far as like just different musics and going back to that, like. How can you listen to Turner music all day, every day? Like, how? I can't. Like I can't. In the morning, you wake up in the morning, morning and you're listening to murder. That's crazy. You're a psycho. Look, I, I think like that, that, that has its time and its place, right? And I can understand, like, so uh, me and Delano talked about this before, but, like, the what I've always enjoyed about hip hop and rap the, the just that the music as a whole was the lyrical the, the skill right yeah. the content yeah. and the yeah. and the skill of being able to weave a story with some kind of rhyming structure to me is impressive especially when people can do it on the fly right like that's props to, to jay-z never writing anything down being able to just do like that's that's <laughs> he's the, the only one though a lot of people get misconstrued and think that people come into the studio with those heavy bars off the top it's not no no not a, no <laughs> yeah I, and that's what i'm saying like credit to that right like like i that's insane to me mm-hmm. uh but i've always liked that and I, I think that's the thing that bothers me the most with music nowadays isn't that the music itself is bad like the beats behind some mm-hmm. i think are trash some some are, I think, are really good. Mm-hmm. I get like the emotion that it that mm-hmm. it's working at, right? But it's that I guess I want something more from, and that's me personally. Mm-hmm. I like hearing that that story being told. They're or, all out there, though. Everything that you're looking oh, for. Oh no, yeah, it's out there. out there. But you it's have to dig have to so look. much farther for it but now. Was that any? Was that any? Was that any different than to where if you didn't have like if you only had radio access and that was all that they were putting out? Was that? And only way you could find out, at least with me, when I remember it was radio stuff and I didn't have internet, I would look at the album cover of what it looked like in the store. And I'm like, okay, I know, I know kind of the sense of what's going on. The Source magazine was out. So, you know what I'm saying? I could look in the Source magazine and see what people were recommending. Well, yeah, you had things people, to guide you. You know, little small things that kind of like guide you to where now I don't really think there is a guide. Like, so it's kind of like when people can't find that music, like I always can direct somebody when they, somebody hit me and be like, man, I, I miss this feeling. I'll be like, all right, here go this artist. He's not popular, but here go this artist right here. Boom. You know what I'm saying? And it's, and it's, there's a category for it every, everywhere. You know what I mean? Like same thing with R&B, like that whole neo soul energy. I feel like it's coming back. It's coming back. And it's, and I, and I love that because it's like, that was a whole channel we had on T. At least me growing up, right. we had we had yeah, you know, it, it, it was a whole channel yeah. that I would go to, and then, yeah, a couple of stuff I wasn't really awoke to yet. Like you know, what I'm saying, right. but like there's certain things you just cannot. Resist. Well, it's, it's like, like taste with anything; days. it matures, right? And it, yeah. you you start appreciating different things generally. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like to me, the stuff that I end up listening to that I gravitate towards the most is after I experience something and it ends up hitting more. Because I'll listen to an album now to where now I feel like on a, it's reversed for me, where people listen to stuff so quick and it's like it's a classic for me. Even if it could be cold, but my first listen to it, I normally don't like it as what I like. I want to like it, even right. if it's hove or anything. Mm-hmm. I like I don't like it as much as I how I want like it. And then I listen to it again like later, and then I'm like, this is it. And but this that goes back to what I was saying about how we 
especially former musician, musician mm-hmm. now, DJ or former DJ, like we listen to music a lot differently than the average consumer. Like I'm not, it's I'm not jumping on. Like it's let's, a curse. let's let's again, <laughs> we'll hope it is a curse. It is. It, we can't. Well, and I think you, I think, right? And I think that applies to like a lot of people in certain professions, right? Like my sister's a photographer, and she had a party recently that she hired a photographer for. And I asked that question. Actually, it was my first podcast episode. It was like. Hey, let's talk about your photography stuff. How does that feel as someone that has spent time as a professional in that field? Right. When mm. you look at mm. someone else's work, especially what they're doing for you, you do you find yourself same. as hypercritical? Yeah. And you can't, right? Because you see that just as like a DJ, when I go yeah. out, I can tell when someone's got the volumes too high when they bring right. in the next song because Yo, they didn't pre set everything you up. Like it, it does. For the song so it's like you don't even know what oh. party you at, man. Like, be, that's really. <laughs> and I've been guilty of those moments too, right? Yeah, I mean, we've all made those right, mistakes. Right. You, but didn't then make learn- a, you didn't make the right song selection. Yeah. If you was like DJing a party or something like that, or like as you rapping, you didn't, you wasn't as interesting. Timing was off. Timing was yep. off. You was off beat right here. You didn't make yep. your record right. Those are growing pains, but the thing yeah. is, you grow past it and grow and get better. People don't evolve. Yeah. So, like, I, 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 that's the main reason I never got into clubbing because I'm so mm-hmm. heavily inclined as a mm-hmm. music enthusiast. I go out and I be wanting to hear, like, I got to hear this record. Like, certain you, records, you can't I do got that. to yeah. hear. In certain spots, yep, like yep, when I used to go yep, heavy yep. in Miami, you know, AKA Mister Three Hundred Five. Like when I used to go heavy <laughs> to Miami, right? That's the first <laughs> AKA I ever heard like, out of Delano. <laughs> like I used to be in Miami heavy every year, so like I used to be certain records. Like I have to hear this in this kind of setting, mm-hmm. and if I go there and yeah, I don't yeah. hear it, I feel some kind of way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like I never club like that because records like DJs be <laughs> trash, man. Like it be whack, and then certain you put on the records the wrong sound. Like I remember oh, at one can, point in time, you can bring a party yeah, you to a dawn, like or you bring you take a party up too high. Yep. You have nothing. We have nothing else to look forward mm-hmm. to. So it's like it it, it 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 we listen to it like that for that reason because we're all a part of it or we're enthusiasts by mm-hmm. it. And I don't think the average consumer does that. So like certain certain people's music opinion, mm-hmm. I take it with a grain of salt. Like, yeah, I'm right, not expecting right. you to hear it like high here, but it's certain people. Who I know do this. That's why I'd be so hard on Mike because you're and a musician. I like I, I, I look at, I expect my expectation of you hearing music is completely different mm-hmm. from like a regular person right. on the street. So right. when you say certain things, that's why our arguments be that way. Yeah. Oh, because you'd sure. be so passionate. Like I know you know better. Right. <laughs> See, the thing is, to me, it's not even about knowing better. To me, I genuinely feel like everything that right. I say, I he genuinely, agree, and that's I why I respect it. That, that's why I let it yeah. ride because right. it's believable. Like I got friends that are mad trolls. You know, what I'm saying? like <laughs> they say stuff just for the conversation. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not commenting. Yeah, that, that go down all the time. Like you get people saying all types of crazy stuff, bro. I'm like. I'm like, oh, word, cool, you got mm-hmm. it, fam. Yeah, it ain't even nothing. Like, yeah. I'm not about you know, to like when they stuff. walk up, they're just like, Jay Z's trash. You know, He's like, oh, word, <laughs> dang. That's true. Hey, man, that's, he may be, dog. You I, know, I, you, I, you yeah. said that just, you know, you said that just to get to him. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. for sure. At the end of the day, even if you're not a fan of somebody, you can, you yeah. can appreciate the talent. Just like, okay, I can go into an art museum and see a painting by Banksy or something like that. And I'll be like, man, I don't really like it personally, but I know why people like it. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's, you know why people like it. Like going back to take care. I understand why people say it's classic. I'm just countering that argument i was mm-hmm. saying here's why it's not it you know what I'm saying? and it's also and it's a conversation right music yeah. is subjective nothing <clears throat> you're saying on this podcast what makes is great fact. right so makes it great points of view subject, points of view points of view especially like michael saying in life at that time i i this is how much of a drake fan i am twofold i'm gonna make a comment and a statement when drake album first came out that take care album I was seeing it was classic two years after it came out <laughs> like facts i was saying like yo this is classic bro this is lit 
five years after they came out, I just ran listen to it. I was like, yo, what the hell was I smoking? Like, yeah, this is not. Dude, I, you ever do that? You go back I'm and like, like, oh, he took this down, the... this down, he bit this. I'm like, yo, it's like, it's his, it's a, his best body of work. I like nothing was the same a little bit better than Take Care's. I feel like nothing was the same was his own style and his mm. own sound. I feel like that's when he got into like autopilot. Like, you know, when whole like I feel like when Ho became the king of New York, that that platform, yeah. like when he dropped the blueprint, it was cruise control mm-hmm. from there. I feel like nothing was the same was I, I definitely felt control. there I felt there was some some songs like with Jay Z where it felt like there was less Now you're just in cruise mode. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, for you sure. For sure. It, you know it. You, and you I feel like already got, here, to you got your sound, you right. yeah. so you now it's just now you're just talking. You know, you're just talking at this point. You're like, All right, I seen this and now I'm I'm yeah, talking, I'm talking this about up. that. You know and I mean? that's I feel like that's why artists that's why Drake is so highly critical because the expectation for him is so high because we know he's on cruise control. Mm-hmm. So when you drop views and it's like, uh <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying like this is this ain't it and you we understand where you are in life and in a retrospect hindsight is always 2020 you get Scorpion and you hear what you were going through while views right. and yeah. oh. it's like I understand it it's still not fire but mm-hmm. I get your creative right. process i.e. Kanye and Yeezus which mm-hmm. I think is phenomenal personally see and I, that's my least favorite Kanye it's, it's, my, it's my least favorite Kanye oh, album okay, okay, without okay. question but I understand that album like yeah, I understand that the production like yeah. how everything about it and me saying that just makes me further the point that Drake idolizes Kanye <laughs> like, <laughs> he, know that, idolizes he said it himself he said like, that himself though you can hear it in his you can the thing because Drake is such a student of the game you hear his influences in his style mm-hmm. you hear his influences in his music like I always say Drake and that's why I like the uh the bar he gave Joe Buttons, he's a more efficient Joe Button. Mm-hmm. He's more efficient because Joe is such a student of the game. You can hear it in his music. You can hear it in the style and the way he puts it together and the way he talks and he's confident in his ability. Drake does the same thing. He's just more polished with it. Mm-hmm. I think you, you see that though, right? Like you see that across the board when, uh, when especially when people work together. Like when yeah. Drake first came out, like I would have told you that Drake sounded a lot like Lil Wayne because he they did. were, because they were, they were so tight, right? And always mm-hmm. together and, you could tell that influence, and I think that happens a lot. You you just yeah, kind of around. naturally take who, on those things. Around. Well, now it's different to being who you're around because the internet you can be around anybody and not be around them at the same time. Which is but, trash. Right. Yeah, so that's that's why you <clears> don't <throat> got a specific sound in areas no more. It's not a it's not a New York sound. You right. Me? Like besides the very specific one we know, like the right, very right, specific. Right. There's you know a few artists out there like Joey Badass. Joey Badass for sure. Uh, what's the other? Uh, I think Casanova still kind of got that New York. He sound. Got, he <laughs> do, but he kind of got like a trap. He got he do got that trap to it. But I just I don't know, man. Like the the hood. Person in me be liking mm-hmm. that mask up like hoodie. Let's go rob some people mm-hmm. music. Sometimes <laughs> everyone's so like, you gotta, you gotta get with Griselda if you're not if you're not. Oh, right. Okay, Griselda, don't, yeah. don't do that. Griselda, <laughs> yeah, they they fire. You know, they actually dropped the project. I didn't they get did. listen to it, but they did. Right, it's fire. Though. West Side Gun, he, yeah, he West Side Gun, solos and Kanye, Kanye, or Conway, yeah. Conway. Conway. Yo, yeah. they freestyle. Wait, someone's sweat. someone's name is Conway. Yes, yeah, he's wow. fire. Well, no, I, cool. Why? It's so close to Kanye. Why would you do that? I mean. It is, but it's it's a, it's spelled like way like I'm sure, but from from but this goes back to like one of the first parts of the conversation, marketing and branding and everything. Conway, Kanye, like wow, that's so. I would never think that that would. I never even thought about that, but I I can see what you're saying. But I think probably just to speculate, my his music is so different. Different. It's It's not. It's like it's like hard. You got to be hardcore hip hop, like Scully's old Timberland boots. Like I'm outside (laughs) trapping. I'm on the like. That's what he makes. They still got Jabot jeans on. Facts. (laughs) 
Like he he talking that I'm I'm shooting people, I'm masking yeah. up, I'm robbing, I'm like, but I'm so <laughs> lyrical with what I'm doing. You can't deny me musically, right? And they and I feel like they they're almost like remember Dead Prayers back in the day. Oh yeah, they're kind of yeah. niche like that. They're making music for a very okay. specific okay. audience. Yeah, and they're and not that's trying how to you be win to me. Honestly, you might not because currency. We give you currency for currency. Fire currency is happy where he's at because he's oh, forever going to make money. He has a specific cult following, and he may not never reach that next level of you know stardom or whatever you want to call it but his success is definitely success like it's, yeah, de- it's, de- it's definitely success he he can get any car he want you know what i'm saying he can get anything that he wants to get he living by his means you know what i'm saying yeah he might not be a drake you feel me or a hove you know what i'm saying or anything like that but, but he's him, consistent yeah. yep and that's the thing that's missing in the game people don't know how to be them like you want to be like the next person and going mm-hmm. back to what you're saying about the niche being like the win i think that's i think jay cole showed us that because drake appeals to everybody because Drake yeah. is like a more popular artist. J. Cole, again, appeals to a very specific. Like when yeah. he first came out, it was college kids. Like college kids love J. Cole. And then like he kind of just ran with that and specifically marketed to that. Like so when he dropped albums, he don't care about nothing. He's just dropping for these artists. And it just happens to be other popular uh, people, you know, or acts gravitate to, to it. You know what I'm saying? I think Sorry, that, I just I love this game. When you see like this beat is so elementary to me like it was just like it's simple if you listen back to oh yeah like listen to Gangstar like a lot of Supreme's beats super simple if you ever watch anything watch how these people like if you can find some of them they don't have up but you can find how these artists put together these songs these producers and some of it some of it said they said they originally send the artist if you have hella more shit on it and artists be like nah take 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 this away he's like really you want this loop you just want this loop right here yeah sometimes that's what I want that's what I want sometimes it works for the best. It works. Yeah, you talked about something, uh, and I guess I can have this conversation because of JP. Like, you talked about the skateboard and the movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Check out uh, Jimmy Hill's movie. Mid-90s. No, I want to. No, I want to. That movie is so dope. And the thing is, if you like it, it's very niche. I'm not going right. to say that's That's what I heard about it. Yep. If you're into skateboarding and you're into music, I'm it's the movie for you. I'm right, in the right. back if they're like, oh, they put this on the soundtrack. Like, like yo. Okay. But Wu-Tang, I was like, it was on the soundtrack. But I will say this, though. Watching Jonah Hill's interviews about the movie, hilarious. Because his top five rappers is funny as hell to me. <laughs> like, like, his top five, I'm like, word? Really? It's like, I would never expect. Like, he got Drew the Damn in his top five. You look at him and you wouldn't expect it, but that's that's that's. But you got to really appreciate it. And that's what made me appreciate him as a person. Like, I already, I thought he was a joke person. You know he's not lying. Like, you know he's not lying. Like, you I'm can't like, just know You're not going to just pull Jeruda right. Davidger. I'm like, yo, you really in the crate. Like, Jeruda Davidger? Like, yo. Like, that's wild. And then his, his, his um, you know, affirmation for a tribe called Quest yep. is like, bar- really? his passion, his passion really? for tribe. Okay. And, and, and for the whoop, his passion for them, like, it's like, it's, you be like him, it look like he would fight you for that. Like, yeah. I'll fight you for, and that's where I feel like where it comes to where you're solidified in the game. Like, like if J. Cole, J. Cole, if J. Cole chooses not to even make another radio hit, he's still going to go platinum. And, my, and the reason why I feel like he would go platinum is because his cult following is so, it's so up. Mm. And he actually, it's, it's two. Because you can have a cult following and put out trash and it, it might not make it nowhere but he got he got a combination of two his music is good and very he got a cult following very, so very on top of that you're gonna see it everywhere to where now like kind of like, i don't know if you had this as one of the segues now the, it seems like the way that music has to pop 
is by having a gimmick with it. It almost seems like if you're not doing something outrageous, you know what I'm saying? A dance, which which you know that was like the crank dance and all that stuff too. But like now it's like you have to have more with it, which is, I understood because music was never like the sole money bringer. It's never really like the sole money bringer. You gotta have like other businesses and other ventures, investments, and different things like that in order to, to get there. But now it's more so like the investments aren't business investments. It's more so like the stuff is the stuff is like gimmick investments. Like almost like yeah. all right, I need to make sure I look as goofy or as well. Silly like you see that a lot now with yeah. Takashi with uh, Lil yeah. Pump and all these. Takashi fire too. Takashi, and, he actually gets people yeah, sleep yeah. on Takashi because of the way he look and how ignorant he be acting. But his music kind of I I didn't didn't <laughs> really care for Gummo, but I haven't given anything else really a chance. He said, I don't know what record that was. He was like, I dropped my address. I know what's it like. For me, as just being like, some, when you in that pocket, like, yo, come see me if you really want to smoke. Like, I dropped my address. Like, I like stuff like that. Because when I use it, truthfully, when I used to get into it with dudes, like, bro, this is my, this is my. I got a tool with a dude one time, all related. I know this one related topic. I gave him my no, license cool. plate number, my address. Like, yo, come see me. It's like, you really want to smoke. Come see me. Today. So, like, when he said that, I related to that, going back to relatability, because I was, I was always about that. And then I started to start thinking about, like, yo, me doing stuff like that is bringing so much drama to the space right. where I'm at. Like, I got people here. That, see, so, that, that causes the stress. That whole, the whole the gimmick thing that I was thinking about the saying too, like, it causes the stress now for the artists that aren't on that. You know what I'm saying? It causes almost the stress, you know what I'm saying? Unless you don't care. I don't really care. So, I don't, I don't never, I don't, I'm not never thinking about a gimmick that can get me popping or whatever. It doesn't bother me, but I see other artists that are like, there's and, and you trap yourself. They yeah. trap yourself because they're like, they're like, they get frustrated. But man, I'm not gonna find unless I can show myself at the strip club doing something like. That. I'm like, bruh, if your music is good and you, you just actually stay consistent. The perfect example, you guys can check him out. He's another artist that comes around. He's around the scene. He has all his stuff. Uh, and I know y'all gravitate to him because he got like that older feeling to it, like the, like the golden era type stuff. And then Nolan the Ninja. He's also my boy. He uh, he's actually super dope. You know, he just went on tour overseas uh, with uh, Black. Thought and uh, uh-huh. yeah, Black Thought is Black Thought is dope. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, Black Black Milk. Black Milk. Uh, Black Thought is dope, dope too. But Black Milk is also from here. Uh, but you know, what I'm saying Nolan Ninja, he 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 has like that aesthetic to where people be like, oh man, nobody wants that. It's the '90s, but that doesn't mean nothing because he's so he's so confident and so consistent with his stuff. His crowd following is there, and he can rap. He can put stuff together. It's, it's boom back. It's boom back. That's not. It's boom back for sure. But he got anything on you? Yes, he does. No one mentions. Let me say this to the artist. Let me just talk about this. Yo, you're trying to blow me up. You're selling your stuff. Have it on some other platforms. Yeah. Because like when I be out and about, people be talking space. You be talking and like listen to my project or whatever like that. I'm not taking the TV. I'm not taking you. Like you gotta have your time. Because of my like just being busy day to day, I'm not about to sit and have a conversation with you about it. I'm just downloading like I got you, and I'm listening to it. And I'm gonna Instagram your DM you later. It's like right. this is my thought, this is my opinion. Mm-hmm. It'd be the worst thing ever when people are unprepared, and it just shows you what you're not prepared for for, for business. Going back to that, which is why you always gotta have your elevator speech ready for a rapper. I would say you always gotta have at least like uh, like you know 30 bars just on standby, just ready to give out, right. just ready to give out, just for that random freestyle. Because when I be out of time, and people be like they rap about my music. Yeah, I'm like, right, right now. Sell me right now. Right. Like, if it's, I got the time, you're going to rap to me right now. And yeah. if not, straight. You know what's funny? 
to go back to skateboarding. That in the skateboarding world, that's being able to do an ollie. Anybody can ride a board. Can you actually get that board off the ground, like control it and stuff? And like that, when I was a kid and I'd skate, that was it. You'd ride by some other kids on skateboards. Yo, do an ollie real quick. Let's see if you can even just ollie. And that was like what you're saying. Like, all right, you're a rapper and cool. So, all right, spit something right now. So like, I totally get that. I think, I think that's like something that's common among certain certain aspirations right musicians or something like that like you oh yeah i can play all these different instruments cool here's one right now let's see what you can do exactly. there's always like that kind of uh that buy-in and i feel like people don't understand how important that is like everybody was in the best club not too long ago how you got started and how we ended up starting to like play music as a whole part of musicians he's like he had a, some kind of keyboard and he was doing only in the club and like yo this is me play or whatever like that and they gave him like a business like i'm gonna play this you know what i'm saying he he had to play that and it was really difficult for him to play, but he played that so well that they got him into the band. Like a lot of artists are yeah. for that. And then I'll also say this truth. If, if I tell you a rap right now and you spit something that's on your album, when I hear it, I'm going to oh, get yeah. <laughs> You just gotta have extra stuff. Like I got throwaways. You gotta have throwaways. And again, I did it so harshly because I used to rap. Like so, it's like I had the throwaways. I had like two, three. Especially when I go out of town, I would load up when I go out of town. Like yo, I'm gonna see smoke and like smoking dudes. You gotta be ready now because you never know what type of. To me personally, I feel like any type of beat that they put on, I could, I could be ready for. I could be ready. You should, and I think that speaks to the. The lyrical skill and the, the dedication to the craft, right? Like, if you you should be able to come up with something to almost any beat, right? Like, and it's funny too when you see, I think when you really see someone that that gets into to actually being lyr uh, a lyricist and writing or just rapping, like you see the moment that the song hits them and they're like, oh, you can see it in their head that they're already doing it. You can see that they're already thinking of what they're gonna do, what they can say to it. Oh, for sure. Four bars. Okay, if you're talking about literally, okay, because freestyling is two different things. Freestyle, freestyle to me is simply exactly what it says. It's free of style, so it could be written, but a lot of people think in their head that it's off the top. Now that's all. That's a freestyle for sure. I would say that's more of a pure to me at least. Yeah, that's like a pure freestyle for sure. And now when you come into that, like always, at least as far as me, I don't know how everybody is. I can think of the first four bars in my head instantly, and after that, you're kind of like then you start going. Yeah, you're just going after that. The first four bars be the hard hitting. Oh yeah. Then like I'm here. Yeah, and, and and give you some time to get the wheels yeah. going and yeah. get into it for sure. And then that's how you gotta have that for throwaways. Like you yeah. have. You, See, you I used know. to do this stuff too. But, uh, I just but that's what I'm saying. Like you got back. You used to have those. Like oh, okay, I'm gonna set up this and I'm gonna go into this crazy freestyle right. or whatever like that. And I'm gonna just catch the vibe. Or like if you battling, because like that's what I would do when I would go out of town. Because you you go out of town, just is what it is. You gonna run into somebody right, right. and rap. Hey, listen, it is. Always. Spit right now. You know, oh, you said I'm over here. Like, no, like, I said, oh, I said, always, always, yeah. Always. So like I spit. I'm like spit right now. And if it's trash, I'm like okay, word, that was trash. Here's this. You know what I'm saying? I got a clip for you. This to kind of you know inspire you whatever. Like competition. That. It it's is competition. a competition. Like I'm not gonna buy your CD because you're not better than me, and I don't even do this for real. And that's, another, <laughs> hey, that's another reason. That's another reason why I feel like maybe this your career, and I'm better than you on the box. Another reason why I feel like the music is the way it is now because everybody's friendly. I feel like everybody friendly. I so agree. when it was competitive, you had your own style because you're like my style better than better your style. Yours, not man. oh, I can do your style the same yeah. way, but better. That's why because totally now we can both put out some videos Jordan and get out. Lucas battle was whack. That jump was trash. I like <laughs> I like Tori's ability to do Jordan's style, 
But at the same time, you want to hear his style. I want to hear your style against him. Like facts, I want to hear you say better stuff. You just took it like you just took like that wasn't even good wordplay to me personally. Like I just like you just rap real fast, fam. Like he and I I don't know if he was doing that as the the a lot of people. It's sad though because a lot of people they do consider that that was pretty fire too. As a a I didn't get to listen. I was I wanted to play it again so we could actually give it a listen. Let me me play a couple people too, right quick. So Nolan and Ninja. uh, he also produces his own music as well. It's all that boom. I'm back. trying to be retired for I'm 35. He's going straight to the crate. Uh, my producer, Chris, I ain't uh, trying to work to stay alive. Thing, you know I'm, I'm trying to shine. Give me my, give me my. Chop Lord, I see him sit there and chop up on the SP. So I make it and make crazy stuff. We all a part of the team. Shout out to the records. I did like the beat. Shout out to him, man. Follow him on IG. Jew does it. J E W. Yeah, let me get that too. After facts, man. Like reach out to him, bro. Like he's fired. Like I like his visuals, and he takes the time to do. Like he takes the craft serious. You know what I'm saying? I don't be just plugging people. Just be plugging people. I take that. I take my. I take my yeah. cosign serious, yeah, bro. Because like my word is everything. <laughs> my you know? word, if I cosign my you, it's a lot. So like, yeah, man. Follow my brother, bro. Facts. I hear you there. All right, Mike. Let's let's get some of your. Uh... Yes, plug. Let's 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 get to that. Because we, we've been spending this whole time talking about everybody else. Uh, well, I'm on YouTube, so I'll play one of your videos, too. Because okay. Must Payphone does have videos. Yes, I do. Yo, again, support. And I love the quality. The, artist, the quality, bro, too. That's one artist. thing I'll give the, the people that you're working with. The, the film, it doesn't look like the rough we got together over the mm-hmm. weekend and yeah, shot a music video. Like, like you've got the polish, which is <laughs> nice. We did just get well, no, but what I'm saying is, like, <laughs> nah, the people nah, that you're nah, working nah. with have the equipment and are talented enough to put the polish on it. Yes. Because... Sometimes yeah, it Something can be I good, imagine. but like there's always that that film polish that that makes you take it that much more right, seriously. Right. Like it could be great, but grainy mm-hmm. and look like it came from Off your phone or something. No, yeah. man, the phones are great now. You seen <laughs> that that video we did? Yeah. That whole video we did was a phone. Yeah, like that was so nice. like the 
that excuse now is out. The phone looks right. better than most handheld cameras unless you're paying for the high-end stuff, right? All right, must pay phone. Right. Yeah, which which one should I be playing for uh, you? Play that director's cut. Mm-hmm. This one, all right. So this is a record called Deku. Uh, just, a, just a throwaway track, you know what I'm saying? I put out there just for uh, the moment I was in, how I was feeling. At least I, I like that you were you were talking about like recognizing what you kind of put yourself in because I think people do get kind of trapped in that right like they talk about something or maybe put the front up that they they live that lifestyle that they're talking about and they really don't right they find themselves in some bad situations. That's what makes you uh, get caught up. In, oh, uh, for sure. People will test your game. Well, and that happens. <laughs> people will test your game. Right. Let's, 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 let's be clear, bro. Like this ain't this ain't the era to be testing nobody. No. Like, this ain't the time, bro. Yeah. I was like five years old when I saw my grandma whipping in the pan. Damn, was she cooking up grounds? Damn, was she cooking up yam? I don't know, but she always kept a roof up above her head. That's me a little bro. And both of her kids too. My uncle some hoes. I don't fuck with my pops no more. He be spitting out, kicking out shit out his mouth that he don't even know. Fuck you, I'm gone. Figure ways to make it out, make me some plays. I figured out, figured out, figure with a smile on my face. I can have better days. Yeah, I can have better days. Yeah, I can have better days. Yeah, I can have better days. I can have better, I can have better days. Switch it, I can have better plays. Big dog, I can have better plays. If I pray, if I pray, yeah. If I pray and go get it, fuck your shirt and tie, bitch, be business. It's two tabs of citrus, trip, trip, tripping with the baddest bitches, man. I trip, trip, tripping up my bags of rich. Uh-huh. And my cup, man, I double up. Double up. Run the play like a hustler. You got some crazy visuals too going on. Like I like this. Jay Z, I'm a hustler. Use a bro boy, use a customer. I could never ever put my trust in her. Nah, I know she got some slut in her. Yeah. Hey, and so do I. I need a bad bitch with a Badu vibe. <laughs> Shit, with Badu eyes, Badu. <laughs> 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 I don't want to be hood, goddamn. You don't want that, that smoke, like, yeah, bro. You, you see like what happened to three stacks. You don't want that smoke. Everybody that listens, Eric could be hood. I can have better days. <laughs> <laughs> but Eric got better do. days. Okay, I'm looking for you. I can have better. I can have better days. I like my life. <laughs> man, that was fire, man. That was fire. Must pay phone, man. Shout out to you, bro. I like that. Oh, he did. I, I love the visuals too. No, the visual. I like the whole black and white vibe. I well, there was thank, thank there was the other one. Is it the revenge one? The one where you were in the parachute, or not the parachute, the, the umbrella. Yeah, that's revenge. Yep. Was that revenge? I mean, that one had just different visuals too. So how we shot it? Look, when you watch this video, it looks like we in a big open space, dark space. We literally shot it in my garage. I had a light. My homeboy was flicking the light by hand. And this is what I'm saying. I give credit to the crew that you're working with. Creativity, man. Well, to be able to pull it off, like you're describing that you're in a garage with someone flashing a flashlight, and visually it looks great. You couldn't tell.
boards was the mat. Oh yeah. Chasing fifties, hundreds, fifties, one on ones in the stack. Oh yeah. Sit and laugh at my past, cause it's the past. With no way to the cash, lest you trap or become a pastor. Gave a hold the last of my love, she wrote me faster. Used to skip on class for the dome, good use of fast. For my bald ass pops had us no ring, that's why we bastards. He don't think I'll be something, let's get this cash up. Stay good, get back. I was gonna ask that. <laughs> like, I was gonna say, like, yo. I was getting beat for like five songs straight. <laughs> but see, there's that, that real emotion, right? You good, man. You as petty I'm petty as hell, hell no, nah, I won't forget. Like your grandma ass whoopings told my dog, go get the stick. You still talking shit, and now we get lit and go hit the lick. You was out here wild. Got caught and you couldn't see it, so you snitched on your dog, you's a bitch. But we passed that, took a couple L's to the chin, like the hash bash. You niggas trying to trend, we wanna win. Fuck a hashtag. I'm tired of seeing our brothers on the news in the morning. I'm tired of seeing our mothers on the news in the morning. I'm tired of seeing our sisters in the pen or in morning. They got all of our asses in the news, we recorded. They try to put some fear inside us when we was raised up. I'm the only one that I'm afraid of. <laughs> game that way you can never play us i needed some light i was feeling blue like a she was geeked up like babo my xbox like babo we link back like cable i'm glad that you know how you know how it go man you know you follow on Oh, yeah. I hate your fucking voice so I'm gonna say this, like, I, I, I'm gonna say it like this, like, it's, it's a scene in the Five Heartbeats that I love. I know the Five Heartbeats. Nope. Watch the Five Actually, unrelated, they're about to do a Broadway musical for the Five Heartbeats because wow. everybody thinks the Five Heartbeats is a really? They think they are a real group. And it's not. <laughs> but just uh, Robert Johnson and Keenan Ivory Wayne did a phenomenal job, you know what I'm saying, with that movie. But it's a scene where Duck Matthews, the writer for the Five Heartbeats in the, in the, in the group, starts um, being like accepted into the Hall of Fame or whatever like that, and he is giving his speech, and he quotes a guy like that Matthews magazine. So, so this is what we're talking about: the Five Heartbeats, yeah, five a movie from 1991. Yeah. yeah. All right. Like, all right. Phenomenal movie. Phenomenal movie. Like any, it's it's very urban again, niche. You know what I'm saying? But this movie is just great. Like as far as like just how we talk about movies, right, like, right. the shots. The symmetry, like this, for a music conversation, I feel like that's a, that's a movie that everybody needs to watch because I feel like at any point in time, you're going to, as a musician, identify with one of those characters in that. Like when he was talking about Flash, he's trying to beat me, like the struggle and the pressure to produce when you're this great and there's always somebody else trying to replace you. So right, it's just like, right. there's, there's layers to that movie. But anyway, Duck is accepting his Hall of Fame, like speech or trophy, whatever like that. And he was like, a writer once told me that Donald Duck Matthews would be a great writer once he experiences more pain. And I feel like sometimes as musicians and artists, you have to get to a certain place to give us those introspective records for sure. when you go through that pain. So that's what I'm waiting for for you, which is why I asked, where's oh, the record? Oh, that's at? what you're asking. Yeah, that's okay. what I'm saying. Like, where's okay. that record at? Because where's, the, like, where's the record inspired by yeah, what you, you, because, you like, went through? I feel through. like that's the one thing, that as, as, a fan, as a fan of you, that's the one thing I feel like you're missing. And I feel like I'm just because you you're, you're youth-wise, like you, and not, you, you've went through so, so, so much, but I haven't heard enough about it. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I feel like you haven't experienced that to give us like that, that, 
that four 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 kind of vibe. I'm not, I don't see, want a whole album for see, that, but that's just what I'm looking for. Like I be looking for because I for me this being authentically myself, I look mm-hmm. for that authenticity when I hear artists. Right. Like, I know mm-hmm. you're not lying to me with this. Like anybody can get on a record and make the party because you you a partier. Like you right. can make a party record, you just caught that vibe. But when you get into those interviews, you can't hide for the truth. That's why I feel like another reason mm-hmm. I always the go because I've been giving you my life the this whole, whole time, like, the whole way through. And that's been, that, that, that goes back into part of the the uh, the battle I had with myself of how I did that because I always did give pieces but i would only give you get like a bar in one of the songs you right. get like maybe a couple you know what i'm saying but as far as like uh, these two projects that i'm working on now one's called pinky ring and the other one's called cried in the booth uh pinky ring is now okay everything's a project but right if it was in the time <clears throat> where we had labels for it it's an ep okay, okay? and then cried in the booth would be the album all, all right. right so uh pinky ring is more so of having like a player feel you know what i'm saying like i'm confident it's here i don't it's what about, it's what the name would in, inspire yeah, you, you know, know what i mean bring i don't really out. care about you know what i'm saying how she made me feel because i'm a boss up and level up on her to where <laughs> cried in the booth is like nah this is really what i nah i, I was fronting right this is this is this Sounds is like a double album yeah, exactly yeah. exactly because you're giving us it's like the you're giving both views, right? Like how the, how yeah, you're how you're putting. I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that. Even though that album was whack, but like, since it was trash, trash. You had what was it? Uh, get your eagle on, drop down that that record. Oh, on man. There, that country record on the other album. Yeah, since it was whack. Since it was it was whack. I'm sorry, I love Nelly, but it was whack, bro. It was trash. It is numbers. You you made that album oh, yeah. do what it was supposed to do. It was what right. it was supposed to do. But it, as a fan of Nelly. Nah, fam. <laughs> nah, that wasn't it. But I feel like back to what you were saying, Delano, about like uh, putting putting more of it in there. It was more so too. Uh, the battle that I was having with myself was was I cared if people was gonna listen to it and then be judging the people that I was talking about. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't want to be like, yeah, I'll throw my dad out on the record, and right, then like, right. everybody's like, fuck your dad, like you know. Yeah, what I'm that's gonna happen though. It is. You can't I even had avoid to say it. I gotta I gotta quit thinking. It's it's. I'm just but see, I true. think I think to there, right? Like that to that point, mm-hmm. then that gives that lends to your creativity for you to find a way to speak on it and address it without mm-hmm. specifically calling out mm-hmm. the person or naming them, right? Mm-hmm. Like because you see those songs, who are they talking about? What person were they talking mm-hmm. about, right? I like they they they, they do it without. Four years ago, LL invented, invented the subliminal. By the way, give my man his credit. Hey. Yeah, okay, I'll hold this, hold this, master it, but LL invented a subliminal. But you know what I mean? Like, you're able to comment on it, say something about it, give mm-hmm. that, that emotion with it without specifically putting that hold person. Right, let, me, let me rephrase. I'm not I'm 100% realized. certain that LL invented a subliminal, <laughs> but just as far as I go back musically, LL was the first person I heard giving a subliminal. <laughs> like, so right. it could be like, you know, hip hop heads out there don't slay me. Like, it could be somebody else before LL. <laughs> like, I, this is walking with her path the album when he came at Big Daddy Kane on the last record. When he everybody was, at, was very know, direct so, before then. You know, everybody was very direct, but he, that was the first one. He was like, I hate rappers and rappers like this one, too. Like, whatever that, that whatever that interlude is on Walking with a Panther, he came at Big Daddy Kane crazy and never said his name. And just he, nobody else had that style. So, like, it was like, who else did you talk about but this guy? And so, that's that's when I kind of feel like that whole mystique thing in the verse of not knowing is what now is making the people be solidified as longer artists mm-hmm. compared to like, because everything is microwavable. So, like, you got a Frank Ocean now. Frank Ocean has a whole mystique about him I that agree, to where man. he doesn't you know, show himself all the back time. back to when is the last time you've seen Frank Ocean? You don't even see him. You didn't even see him with the Blonde album, fam. Exactly. And that album was fire, too, by the exactly. way. Exactly. Not wait, wait, let me rephrase. Blonde had two records on it. The other visual album he dropped with Blonde, that was Pure. on album music. Pure. That was fire. Cover. Pure. Endless, I think it was called, right? Endless. Fire. From, that from was, end. man. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of uh, Frank, 
because I also uh, with music and stuff I go with people's aesthetics and stuff that they be doing too for like visuals which is why Prince is the god Prince Prince is the goat I, I'll give it I'll I give it to Prince Prince, man. Like, Prince, Prince whole aesthetic from stage work to everything to man. how he walking in the public and, and talk about someone dedicated to their craft like yeah, I, I can't one of the, I think one of his first albums they say he played like every instrument he like he he, he, like, he yeah, taught himself he, on how to play everything play and he was the perfectionist too well at the time I think when he first dropped this and hip hop historians and music historians correct me if I'm wrong when he dropped the first project he played 13 instruments yeah, I think yeah, at the it's end crazy. of his career he was playing over 30 if I'm not mistaken but but that's dedicated like, he's dedicated like self taught like that's why Prince like Prince and Whitney are the two artists I don't take no slander from I scrap yeah, about those two artists like we hey, straight up that's when you know that. <laughs> I respect it with you. That's medical way. <laughs> I can't take And I'm listen. I'm a day one. Like my my slander for artists that I do have slanders for is because I be, I be day one fan. Like I was a fan of Wayne when he was just rapping on BG albums. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Before he had a solo project. Like if if, if, if you if people tell me they're a Wayne fan and I'm criticizing them and they don't know Keisha word for word, don't talk to me. Yeah. Don't you matter? Do you even know what Keisha is? Yeah. If you don't know what Keisha is? Don't talk to me. Like we ain't even in the same vein of Wayne fans. Like so. One of the things that I, th- I found fascinating at the time when he passed, right, that I didn't know about about Prince, was you know the whole knowing how to play all these instruments. Yeah. And there was a really interesting. So this is the He's Rock and Roll up. Hall of Fame, right, when he jumped in and did yeah. the guitar solo, which the song played like this was awesome. But one of the things I found funny was there was an old interview uh, with uh, Eric Clapton, and he's known for this really great blues guitar player, and they asked him what's it like to feel like the best guitar player in the world? And he said, I don't know, go ask Prince. Which is crazy because like, to me, was never on the radar, but like this this clip, man, he shreds. And yeah, it man, would... he does, and I think he just, from what I understand about the story, again, because Prince had that mystique about himself, you never really knew, he just popped up. Yep. He wasn't even supposed to be there. Popped up and just plugged in and just got it going. Like, that, that, I love Michael Jackson, don't get me wrong. Michael was the go-to the performer, but you right. can't tell me that he's better than Prince. Like, like it, I, I just never seen somebody that dedicated, like writing different records for different artists and different names. Like, bro, he gave Tevin Campbell his whole style. You know what I'm saying? Like, he got to put respect on him. And he had better groups with Benedict Six. You know what I'm saying? Then Mike, and not to compare them, because like I always say, don't pit me and you know Prince and Mike against each other, but just in that vein, man. Like Prince is amazing. Man. Like my favorite musician, hands down. Like I just. I would listen to French records all day and never get tired, never get bored because it's so much. It's so. How weird. do you think he would have felt about his home getting turned into a museum? It did. It right. Did. How do you think he would have felt about that? Oh, he would have pissed. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I hate that. Like that yeah. part drives me nuts. I don't like when people pass away and you got and you, and you got people just trying to get every ring every cent out of it. It's man, I, I I'm on the fence about that because if they let us get into the vault, mm-hmm. I'm here for the vault. I'm you here for the music. I want to hear the music in the right, right. and I want to see those visuals because if Kevin Smith, uh, you know, clerks yep, yeah. filmed a couple of Prince videos. Oh, did he? Band, yeah, but they're in the vault. Really? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I want to see, especially just the way Kevin Smith, like, when he was a fan of the shoots them, I wanted to see his approach to a Prince record. Yeah, that would be really was. interesting because yeah, that, is, that is a complete, like, isn't who you think you would work with to do a video? Right, you know what I mean. So I, yeah, I would just, I would just always, if it was my, my state, I would always just want it to be, yeah, you can release all my stuff, but all proceeds have to go to my family. 
that's that's the only way I'll, I'll do. My will be written like that. You feel me? I don't think he had family. I don't think he had kids. Like he lost, he lost a kid like early on. He got divorced and he was only with that one man. You know that he was always at the bar and I mean, this is the this is him and the style too. See, that's one of the things that always I loved about guitar, and I really wish I was able to play, and I just don't have because it's 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 like you're singing with your fingertips. Yeah. It's crazy. That's why I started singing, doing it, playing the harmonica. Really? Well, because because it's it's kind of like singing, but without having to be able to sing the the harmonica side. You know, you play the notes, but the harmonica is the one putting out the sound. Right. Right. And I, and I love when music gives me goosebumps. Right. You get the goosebumps because it just hits you. And that goes back to what we were talking about. See how everything keeps coming back? What's the last record you're going to you those goosebumps? Right. right. Or that vibe. Oh, uh, oh, uh, oh. Uh, it's a Drake? It ain't Drake. Me? It ain't Drake. Meek Mill. I want to say it was the last one because I think it was one more artist. It was an R&B artist that we came up with the song right now. But I know, honestly, a lot of what gives me goosebumps is adversity. So I feel like I feel like being able to overcome stuff and and things like that and then I hear it in music and to me I might get a movie off that and that is is the last record on Kodak Black's new project. And that sounds great. No no I like Kodak. I think okay. Kodak is as far as like when we talk about this growing as an artist, mm -hmm. I feel like he's one of the the younger artists that has lived. And that's and that's awesome to see that that growth from that that experience right like, like right away. Musically, it just seems like he's got Percy out, Percy out inspired to be directly with Pops on it. I thought that was fire. I like Kodak personally, so I didn't get a chance to get to, get to that song to do it. Unrelated, I hate Big Business. I think Big Business is trash. I think everything, and not not to make this a big mess of slander, because I feel like he would hear this and embrace it as a bad bottom and you whack everything. You took Jake Cole's whole style, and then after that, you try to become a rocker, and that didn't work for you. And that's what I love about Delano, like, right? Like it's just like straight up, like I hope you, I hope you grow from this, and I'm just gonna let you know, ex cut you down, but I hope you grow. I, listen, how Joe Budden said, hey, let me start out with I love you, but I think yeah. we got the power to grow. Like yeah. I think, no, I for think, sure, I think. He could be dope, but I just think he hasn't. Like all the other stuff is just some jokes. But I'm serious. I do think he's trash. But I think he hasn't found, <laughs> like how we saying Drake found his sound. I think Vic, Vic is still trying to figure it out, mm -hmm. and I think he is under such public scrutiny from a lot of different things, from being from Chicago, not necessarily doing typical drill music early on, like you said with the nose piercing, like trying to get out there and do that. I think he should just rode that way, mm -hmm. and then it, like he he was on it, but then he dialed back and went into the J Cole lane. That's like, ugh. Like I get you, you're, you're, you're you know, rapping about a reflection of your city, but you're doing it in the vein of a J. Cole. Like, I just, I don't like music bites is too so, fast. So, it doesn't even allow the artist. It, the consumption of music is I so agree. fast. It doesn't even allow the artist to be able to find himself without right. being on the scene. Because a lot of the times, you, you finding yourself, it's off. It's supposed to be off the scene, so that way you can perfect it. Mm -hmm. But you're at an expedi expedited rate of people needing music from you because you're not solidified yet. You're not a hove or, a, yeah. you know, you're not solidified. So you gotta put out music consistently. Out so now you're consistently putting out music and trying to grow while you're doing it to where it sounds so crazy that it don't fit you because you haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. You haven't found that pocket. So, so you're you, growing with us. You're growing. And we give you the grace for that, but I just think with Vic, he has this level of confidence 
Um, that it's like it you don't it don't suit the knee like when Kanye Kanye had, had again he spent that time figuring it out before right so when he found it he knew he had it and so he could be Cap. confident like that, and cocky yeah, like that yeah, like, oh my god it's so and arrogant you, cocky it's you, ridiculous and when you think about it we came to Kanye Kanye didn't come to us you mm. dig what I'm saying mm. Vic is just like and, and I, I mm. want him to do well I, I'm a fan of that whole Chicago scene I don't think he better than Dirk, I don't think he better than uh, Bibby or uh, what's the other son like name? I, I like Willie a lot. I can't think of his name right now. Dang. From Chicago, from Chicago. I can't think. It's one. He's more. super dope right now. Yeah, if you're not, if you're talking about um, oh, light skin dude, skinny. Uh, Herbo. Herbo. I love Herbo. Is my favorite from Chicago. Herbo is just mad dope. But I just think he needs to he needs to take that time and like get away from the public eye and really find himself, especially with that whole XX this time she on like yeah, bar. that was crazy. That was that was just unbecoming was and like unnecessary. And I just and then the bar wasn't even fire at that. Like and if he was gonna like if he was gonna if he was gonna sting somebody that just passed away, you supposed to come with a haymaker bar. Yeah, so and it wasn't even that. It was just like bro, let <laughs> let that man live though. Like in front of his mama and all that. And that all was, that and then mm. again, like you don't know if his mom's gonna be there. I understand that, but if you was gonna diss somebody. Like I and, and I feel like that vein, I am an old head in that vein because they come from there like, yo, I'm trying to, I'm head shocking you. I'm trying to take mm-hmm. your head off. Like when we was rapping the battle, I'm coming for the gut. I'm coming for. Yeah, I'm saying the yeah. most what I, the foulest stuff I could say. You gonna want to fight again? Pete. Get my address right. from the club. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's like it's different. Like with this this era, like everything is competitive. Like that's why I feel like with Drake. With the push thing, I wanted to see that go because I felt like that battle was so unique because neither one of them had nothing to lose. Mm, neither right, one of them right. could damage you. The push is solidified in that community. Yeah, and, and, Drake solidified as a part of that. That was a perfect battle, perfect storm. It should have just went and it didn't. I was disappointed. Too many outside forces got into it and kind of orchestrated yeah, it, it stopping. It. And orchestrated it stopping. And I just, and then also, let me say this as a Drake fan, the uh, the spotlight that they gave you on the show was trash, man. That was whack. That was a whole setup. The LeBron, it's called oh, the yeah, shot yeah, right yeah, 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 Like yeah. that was trash. I don't like that whole setup. I don't like that whole explanation. I feel like you should just stay in the vein and not doing interviews or explaining nothing because it just made you look corny, and it just added to the stigma that you're overly emotional. And as a fan, I don't <laughs> want to see that. I mean, Pac was overly emotional. I don't think Pac was overly emotional. I think Pac was overly sensitive, and I think it's a difference. <laughs> I don't know because he still reacted very, very impulsively off of emotion. I he did, say. he did, but it wasn't. It was because I'm, and he said it. It's because I'm so sensitive. It's, uh, that's why I'm so harsh. Like I'm a Pac fan. Mm-hmm. Like the artists I criticize, I'm. I can quote. 90% of the catalog mm-hmm. like you know what I'm saying because I'm such a fan like with Pac he was so overly sensitive and the thing is going back to fitting what you fitting the image of what you think you should do because he went from I'm backpacker digital mm-hmm. underground right? oh yeah then I know like, and that was one of my black, like right mm-hmm. then it's like I'm a blood right how like when did you get jumped in at what set you right, right. like you definitely and, and, like, and, like, and I always I had I some sort of it. issue with that yeah. right like you go watch because I'm going to get in my movie part, right? You go watch Nothing But Trouble, and he's sitting there performing all around the world in Digital Underground. Huge smile, ear to ear, colorful clothes, yeah. bouncing around to, yeah, you know. And people grow. I get it. Like, getting, <laughs> getting locked right. up. And the thing is, like, who you were behind closed doors and what stories t- tell us, because obviously none of us are there except for the people telling right. the stories. Like, you shooting at the police, that had nothing to do with blood or anything like that or death row. That was just you as a person sticking up for the, the person who can't speak up for himself. We're here for that. Spitting at the camera because you feel like you're not being treated well in court, I'm here for that. Like, be that's the person mm-hmm. I want to see. But when you, I, I didn't like death row Pac personally. Like, I think All Eyes on Me is dope, even though a lot of those records, from what I understand, was, like, uh, corrupt yeah. and uh, oh, yeah. dad's. I, like, I, like I, I understand that. But at the same time, like, I feel like you dropped better projects prior to Death Row. I think mm-hmm. Me Against the World is 
the best Pac album in my opinion like just that the way it was put together right before it, like I think the album dropped when he was in jail if I'm not mistaken you know like everything about that album was just put together phenomenally and I feel like again going back to that vulnerability I feel like he really felt that at that time with being such a big public figure and having that so much animosity against you and then just the street stuff that you were involved in I feel like it's me against the world. Then when you drop all eyes on me, the title fits. But then I just I don't know. It was I feel like Pac could have almost invented the microwave era. Mm. I could I could argue that if I wanted to. Not not saying it's facts, but it's his ability to go into the studio and drop like record song after song after song after song after song, whether it's a hit or not. Yo. Put an album together. You know what I'm saying? And then put Young that junk out. spends 16 hours a day in the studio and currently has 13,000 songs unreleased. <laughs> So let's talk about let's talk about Young Thug for a second. <laughs> I, I think Young Thug is phenomenal. I like when Young Thug raps. Mm-hmm. Like him, I don't know if anybody got into that Swiss Beats album. That Swiss Beats album got three records on it that is fire. That Pusha T record about the Bodega Babies is fire. fire. Nas Echo is fire. Mm-hmm. The record with Young Thug is fire. fire. Like that record with Young Thug so, is fire. So, so <laughs> if I can find it on YouTube or look it up, what? For young thug, for young thug, what what would be the song to play? That record on the Swiss album for me. That, that to me to me personally, there's there's because I I like his crooning and stuff that he does too. But he has a he has a a record that I really rock with. That's uh it's called uh it's an older record. It's called uh Javinci. But um um as far as what he's talking about, the, it's a record with Swiss beats. I can't remember what the name of the it's song called Twenty Five Soldiers. That record, everything about the melodies, like the way his voice fit that beat. I don't know if Swiss produced that, but that record is the one for Young Thug for me. Just to shout it out to a lot of these artists, the big name artists, like the artists that we stamping as legends or as on their way to being legends, that's like the J. Cole, the Kendrick, they all shout out Young Thug just for record. And they shout him out because it's even though he may not even know what he's doing, yeah. he, may, he may just be doing it on accident. Yeah. And he I does a specific, he does a specific thing that they recognize. As great. And yeah. I feel like that's one of the things... Young, th- listen. A lot, of, a lot of the criticism I'm giving oh, is because you know, I like Fire, like I, I like them because I just think again. Once he just needs to get into that pocket of where it's on all pocket. Once he gets in that, I thought it'd be way better. Cause this, this joint right here is amazing. Everything about this is that like I have no complaints about this. Like just the way it come on, like it just it gives you that gritty feel. Like oh yeah, I, I love the sound, gritty feel. It sounds sure. like you just posted up outside, you know what I'm saying? Ready, like, <laughs> put, it, put it up, like. It's like <laughs> like, that kills me too. Like, but I feel like the music, uh, that announcement he does is Trash. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> like yo, yo, you said this hoes what? Yeah, like yo, this gonna come up later when, when we own. Like, you said, <laughs> you said what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I, 
just want to say now, I am a who I am today is who I won't be in the future. It may change. Drake still has no classic album. Drake stands, bro. Ripper that hope is gonna be the goat. Forever to me, like serious, undeniable. And, I, and hearing this record, I want I like I, I, I be so interested in the creative process that like, how these come to be. Like I don't know if like this is in the studio, this is in the beat, trying to figure out who fits it. Right? Yeah. How does that work? It depends. Like I mean, we don't want to talk from like local level, but on the industry level, yeah. I don't know. Cause like I don't even know how you pull this out of you. Like, like I ain't heard him rap like this in a minute. Like in a to make but, him want to do this. Right? To make him want to do that early, cause like even this whole singing thing. Like you really ride that way, which is cool. But like straight rap, I haven't heard a straight rap in the third person in forever. Like I These three records gave me that. Like, I heard Nas Echo. I'm like, I'm just listening to Swiss album and stuff like Swiss album and album. And I just listened to it because it's a hip hop album and album. And once I got to the Nas record, I said, yeah. So you said Nas? It's called Nas. It's, it's Nas Echo. Like, Nas is snapping on this joint. It's like, Nas is the greatest lyricist to me ever. Like, ever. Like, without, not even a question. They got a video for this too? Yo, why I've been there with all the visuals? The thing is now what's going on, I like even- Can we get a chance? There's this, this, this videos that's coming out, or not even coming out, it's like I'll go I mean, and I'll just be typing in the future and I'll be like, yo, he two years ago, Yeah, yeah, you don't know. It's cause now we, have, we don't got the MTV jams that we watch. Well, cause there's work. nothing to bring it for, you know, exactly. forefront, right? And, and I feel like we I mean, need to shout out Tidal on this. Five, like, Tidal is, I'm here, not even because of my whole thing, but at the same time, just, I feel like they do a I mean, great job of highlighting up and coming artists. Like, I find a lot of the artists I'm diving into the crazy is because of Tidal. And Tidal does that with the video, the visual, they are posted video. And I could have missed it, I don't know, because every day it's new content. It's six albums on there right now, and it's like, it's on my to do this, it's on my to do that, and I think it's on the last two days. Yeah, I got some, I got some stuff to do this, and I think it's on the last two days. Yeah, I got some, I got some Rewind a track just to remind it. Yeah, just a vibe. Come on, the way he is flowing to this. Came back, man. We see who next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Toast to the kings. Yeah. Toast to the queens. I like that setup in that room. Those lights. Damn, it's a poison. So many people make it poison. Man, the life can be poison. You can talk crazy, bring it forward. Yeah, yeah. It's not like how you were saying it was far. It was earlier, like with uh. Quality, you were saying like you like visuals and stuff like that. And some sense on the video, like the low quality of things, tends to be better than the polish. And some sense, like, and it can add to the feeling of what you're going for too, right? Like, don't take it as like everything needs to be polished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, There's definitely. 
when that 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 low grade that low quality look is part of the aesthetic is part of the emotion oh yeah you just say MF I just didn't know if he was still doing stuff. I mean, it's low. Yeah, it's, it's far in between. So what's going on now? The new thing is popular for everybody that's listening to stuff it, on YouTube. It's lo-fi. Lo-fi hip-hop is the new trend now to where they got a whole YouTube channel that uh-huh. pays 24 hours really? of just live lo-fi music, lo-fi beats. So it's different Nujibis, M- MF Doom, uh... Just you, you literally just type it in. Just type in lo-fi hip-hop. And it's going to give you at least four different YouTube channels that play 24 hours. And you're never going to hear the same thing. Yeah, it's going to keep dope. going and going and going. And, and they got going. good jazz instrumentals yep. and stuff like that on it. Like, it's like, if you like are throwing like a party, like a, like a day thing or a day brunch, it's perfect. a perfect outlet perfect. to uh, play for that kind of stuff. I definitely support that. That looks amazing right now. This, right? This, this, this hey, hey, weird. okay. I got I to gotta stop for one sec just so Delano can get an idea of what happened last weekend. <clears throat> Chris didn't know you could eat steak any other way, but well done. <laughs> hey, you right. know, that's not even that wild because I know people in my wild. family that think that's the same exact thing. Yeah, no, like when I go out, like I'm this person, again, I cook and being going back to what I said, cater for three years. Like, I, I'd be at restaurants, like hearing people order food. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, you're ruining that dish. You're, don't do that. <laughs> like, just get it. And I have to talk people into it. Like, man, like, it'd be crazy. Man. But this, this channel is all four of the channels is dope mm-hmm. like it's just mad just chill relax and it's just like like if I'm cleaning the crib like if I ain't getting into my soul bag or I'm cooking I'll throw one of these channels on and just let it play see I, I got a I got a, a list on Spotify I think mm-hmm. it is uh, and it's just like jazz beats and yeah. it's just like jazz with hip hop this is what you need and it's just yeah, that's this, just this same thing bro like the jazz one like is is just dope it's, it's just it's just a vibe man it's like mm-hmm. it's so relaxed and so mellow like, this, it, it, it translates relax. to us I feel like if we were gonna compare it like our parents when you were growing up you knew automatic at least on, on our side you know what I'm saying we're talking about like, as far as the black side uh, <laughs> as far as, as, as growing up you knew when you heard Ryan so, uh, or yeah. you knew when you heard uh, it was time to clean up <laughs> I'm like, oh no, I gotta go back to sleep. I, yeah. I can't get up right See, now. See, my mom's on that person, bro. She come in there, she waking you up before yep. she put the music on. Yeah, clean this up. Uh-huh. Like get the whole yeah. house going, yeah. then yeah. put the music on, set the mood. It, it still ain't clean because yeah. it's like you didn't do it to their standards. Like, exactly. Well, you oh, should have yeah, cleaned it. So, no, you should have cleaned it. That's my youth. My that's my youth talking. Used to, my mom used to play Karen Clark Shear, uh, Bomb and Gilead every day. That was like I used to hate that album, but I still kind of hate that album because she used to play that junk all the time. We would be cleaning up around the house. I'm like, yo, man, I hate this song. Like, I, I literally that may be the reason why R and B is my favorite genre because that's all I was yeah. hearing. It could be that, you know what I mean? And that's yeah. why hip hop is my favorite genre because like I grew up like my first tape was a Chronic. Mm. Like my mom's gave me the chronic. Oh, you like, don't even want to know my first. Tape. It, was, <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. What's like, your first tape? Well, okay, so like but, but see, but then I think you have to understand too, right? Obviously, being the white guy, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you I know, hip hop when it first came out and stuff was it? Yeah. So I was born in '82. So like, what late '80s, '90s, really when I moved to Auburn Hills, mm-hmm. uh, and because. Not fifty percent, but more than like twenty five percent of the school was black, right? Mm-hmm. So like, I was 
exposed more to that, mm-hmm. right? So, and again, like with my son, like the music that he's listening to nowadays kind of makes me proud that he wants to get some Nas and stuff on his mm-hmm. on his MP3 player. But uh, yeah, it was it was when rap was really starting to come out, so it wasn't it's like oh yeah, that music's fine, you know. It was more of the the mentality mm-hmm. of like the gangster rap, all that stuff, like oh this is horrible music and all mm-hmm. that crap. So yeah, my my first exposure was really to like the pop stuff, not mm-hmm. the what I ended up getting into, yeah, yeah, the grittier stuff like that. So, another bad creation. Aisha. 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 <laughs> Playground, you know. They had a, a dope Spider-Man song on there. Uh, that that was my first tape, cassette tape, uh, getting into that. But I used to, I had, my parents had gotten for like their wedding gift back when I was, you know, one, two years old, they got one of those stereos with a turntable on top and the yeah, tape the yeah, tape deck built yeah, in and all that. Yeah, so what I would do is I would just put it on like 97.9 and just hit record and yeah. go to school and it would record a whole tape for me and then I would come home and mm-hmm. then I would listen to that. Like I remember listening to, uh, uh, God, was it Straight Up... Yeah, it's a straight up menace off the Menace of Society no, album. Up, like that straight up menace, dude. Yeah, no. like the 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 beat and everything. I was no. like, oh, this is my. I was walking around jamming that stuff. If you a hip hop head or you just that person and you don't know about straight up menace, go do your research. Oh, go it's just like you were saying too. I feel like I feel like at least with my me born being born in '92, I feel like I made it right yeah, on the edge right of being able yeah. to to, to catch the good stuff like tape cassettes and stuff like that. We had a Nate doll, and my I remember I was mad. My little brother taped over. I had Stole it from my dad. Nate, Nate dog. I can't remember the name of the album, but it was the cassette. And I remember B side. My brother taped over that whole side, and then it, yeah, it, we would have to fight. Oh yeah, my god! See, but see, for like for me, like I didn't have any older brothers or sisters, so I couldn't get like the explicit stuff. Right, yeah. I was within the realm that my parents would deem ex- allowable for me to listen to. So right. it wasn't like I was able to get that exposure other mm-hmm. than what was on the radio. I had to sneak that. I wasn't allowed either. No, I had to sneak. look, I'll Yo, tell you, I love Outkast. Outkast is one of my favorite rap groups, right? I know, I can tell you the moment that I first heard Outkast, yep. and that was riding the bus. This kid was mm-hmm. like, "Yo, you got to hear Outkast." This AT Aliens, holy crap! You, you know, he was, he was. I know. I said Ludacris is the first album that I bought, but the first album that I had was AT Aliens. And all just aside, I took it because. I don't know if you guys remember that. You guys had like the CD cases. Oh, yeah. They had like the oh, yeah, little plastics in there, the uh-huh. sleeves and everything. The first CD I had was that because it had boobs on it. So oh, yeah. Like, they always I, got them cartoon. I, I grabbed uh-huh. it. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, let me check this out. And it was fire. And I'm like, I need this. I need You know, this. so like so, that was my first experience yeah. to them. And then it was one of those things just started loving more and more and just, oh, eating up the albums as they came out yep. and stuff. But <laughs> it it's funny because I can remember those exposures to those certain mm-hmm. types of music or you know the what ended up making me fall down the hole and listen right, to more and right. more old stuff. Mm-hmm. Album covers because you just made me think about that with H. Aliens. I think Doggy Style by Snoop. Okay, that is that that is a certified classic album cover. Classic. I like as a music fan. It was, I, um, I used to love cracking open. Cassettes are cracking open and oh, yeah. the And you look through the book. And like, what's in the book? You know, is it going to have lyrics? Is it going to be just artwork? I will never forget, yo. I'm about to really hit. Yo, <laughs> hip hop professionals are like hip hop sans, brother. I will never forget as a Nas fan getting it was written, opening it was written, listening to it or whatever like that. And they had this record on there with the firm when uh, Nas, AZ, Cormega, mm-hmm. it was all being produced by Dr. Dre. And they had this record on there called Affirmative Action. Foxy Brown snapped on that record crazy. I heard the record prior to me getting the actual album. Right? And no, she was on there. Oh, okay. <laughs> that verse was so hard, 
I was a little Kim Stan at the time. I said, yo, Foxy is solidified better than Lil' Kim for this verse. <laughs> That's how hard the verse was. Get the album, right? Open the credits. This is years later. I look nausea with the verse. I said, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Sorry, Kim. And, 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 <laughs> and I hate that, right? Like, that that's part of it like and again like uh uh to the the dedication to the craft and stuff and actually writing your own music like i mean that in especially in hip-hop i mean that was part of it right the authenticity yeah, that authenticity. you came up with what you're saying and and you see even nowadays ghostwriting and stuff i mean that's people still me, cut you down know. for that and, and, and i agree with that though I, like I agree as with a it because i'm of that elk and that club but at the same time i'm not ignorant and rigid in my enthusiasm no, that no. i don't appreciate it because i no, do feel like exactly. collaborative records come together and are necessary because when you think about r&b records how many records Whitney Written, Houston right? Yeah. How many records are Michael Jackson right? Exactly. You know what I mean? I think that's sometimes necessary. I just don't think if you are getting your records wrote for you, you're getting yeah. hope that you can be like, like no disrespect, but like Bow Wow, I'm top five. No, yep. you're not. No. Like yep. you, you had a lot of help and you were great and, and like you get your credit and you, you just do, you, you're the biggest kid I don't understand ever. just with me creating myself. I, I just can't. Now, now help is a, is a different thing. Maybe if I'm sitting in the studio and somebody collab with me and we, you know, we coming up with ideas together, that's cool. But like the feel, the feeling of performing your stuff and people knowing it, and you wrote it though. It's a completely different. Oh yeah, thing. that's yeah. a crazy. Right, feeling. right. That's a that's a like you you damn near want to. Is do it up. almost like a like affirmation, right? Like yeah, like what yeah, what, sure. what people, people are feeling, what you were saying, like what you're going through. The thing I compliments that I like is a compliment is when somebody comes to you and it's, they don't even mean it to be a compliment. They say something to you about the song that you actually didn't even think about yourself. So it actually makes your verse more intelligent than what yeah. you even wrote it to be. They'll be like, oh man, I like how you said this and you was really meaning this. I'm like, damn. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even mean that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah, that's exactly what and I that's, meant. That's the part being subjective. Like, uh, how, how right. the phrase go? A picture says a thousand words. Mm -hmm. I always think a thousand words to paint a picture. Mm -hmm. Which is why, like, I feel like with the music nowadays, you can't really close your eyes and like going back to what you said about mm -hmm. goosebumps, you don't feel nothing because mm -hmm. it's so microwave. It's so like, it's turned to pieces. That is... Yep. Whatever, and it, it just waters down a lot of music. But I, I understand we just in this era right now. It's not gonna last mm -hmm. because music, you know, changes every five years. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's just the way it is. I also want to say this though because I'm about to get out of here in a minute. But also yeah, that actually, I was gonna say that we were actually 20 minutes past when I wanted oh, to okay, stop, okay, but it was still right, going. Right. So, so I was just me, like, let's let just me, let, let, let it roll. End it just with solidifying that hope was the go. So people, <laughs> this is just this is solidify the argument. Hope is the reason. Atlanta music is popping the way that it is. Here's why. Hove <laughs> <laughs> drops the Black Album in yep. 2003. Yep. Retires. Who's the next big artist at that point? Right in 2003, Ti. Ti. Where has music been since then? Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, it definitely. It definitely. It moves south Hove, for sure. Hove is such so a you're saying him? He was so he big was so that the big. splash he made for retiring. And think about it. He Put the South back gone, on the map. He was only gone for three years. Mm -hmm. Became Def Jam's president. A&R, yeah. the albums for Rihanna, Neo, and right. Jeezy, the biggest artist like, of our generation, arguably, especially with Rihanna, <laughs> is, a, is a product of Hove. Another reason why he's the GOAT. Like, <laughs> if he never retires, music never shifts out. Even with Dipset sounding South in New York, mm -hmm. I would attribute trap sounds 
to a lot of older Dipset records. Now, Atlanta mm-hmm. has the sound. They created it, no question, because yeah. you hear it in old, like, T.I. records, earlier T.I. records, like, uh, I'm serious, you hear it in old Outkast records and stuff like that. Oh, but yeah. It never gets that visual recognition because once Hov retired, T.I. became that guy in mm-hmm. about the number one act. Like, he was everywhere. Urban Legend. And think about it. Remember when Urban Legend came out and they had that bring him out, bring him out? Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that he sampled a whole, and Hov had just retired, it was just like, Hov was, mm-hmm. at that time, like, the best rapper ever. At that time, like just right. arguably, like, it was arguable. It mm-hmm. wasn't undeniable like it is now. It was arguable, and that was just mind blowing that he just retired and now they're sampling his voice and records, mm-hmm. and it was right. just the way it produced. And then Ti just took it and ran with it. Mm-hmm. Then Jeezy, another Atlanta act, fire. Yeah. Then Gucci yeah. comes out, like, and then it just it's a domino effect. And then when Hov comes back, mm-hmm. and it's like, yo, you still that guy? But right now we got it, and they ain't gave yeah. it back. And I'm cool with it. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not downplaying. It. I'm just establishing the fact that Hov. Well, and you that see that kid. though, right? Like you see. You, We've seen those movements from New York out to the West Coast. Mm-hmm. I mean, during like the two thousand, early two thousands, it was a down south thing. Lean with it, rock with it, like that whole. But it wasn't as dominant. Yeah. It was there. Mm-hmm. It kind of made its voice known yeah. more. Its That's presence was there more, right? But it was still, it still wasn't the dominant. It right. definitely right. is the well, dominant now. Takes the, and, it's, and people can argue it because, and, and, it, and for people that argue it, like really come and talk facts to me because I'm a very like that kind of guy. Like <laughs> the biggest artist at that time when he took a step back is as he said. Yeah. Only dudes moving units is M Pimp Juice and us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, look at, look at the numbers. <laughs> All right, so, to, to end this one, Mike, you got a track you want to play off your phone? We can let them ride out to. Plug yo, your stuff uh, before you start it. Support, support, support. Follow him on all, all, I'm going to be his hype man right now. All, all right. Social media stuff, must pay phone. Again, get at me if you want to get with your business. Delano Bridges, Facebook is how you can find me. I think I still come up with my private. If not, I'm definitely on Instagram at why hate me too, which is Y-H-8-M-E-2. Again, I talk business all day, so DM me. I'm doing that. I'm not really active with posts, but if it's about business, I'll reach out for sure. All right. So, also, so with this, I, oh. I'm looking not supposed to play. Wait, but, wait, wait. Oh, but, but, but oh so we're gonna get the exclusive. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna right. play it, but I'm gonna stop it before it gets to the next person's verse because I don't want them to feel disrespected. When well, it, l- let me ask you this: copyright and trademark. Like, I yeah. want to make sure business thing. Oh no, no, no. Let me ask you this: at what point is this supposed to drop? See, I don't put dates on my stuff. I, I, I'm dropping for, for show before. Okay, top of the year? Yeah, okay. Because, yeah. again, remember, this isn't releasing until after the first of oh, the year. Good. We're good. So we're if we're good, good. We're good. We're good. So this is this is just a, uh, a uh, we don't have no no title for this record at all. Uh, it's me and this girl named Amber Shang. She's a New York artist. It's on the rise. And, uh, Shout out to Amber. We're going crazy. Before you play. Oh, oh, oh. Before you play. Uh, oh, oh, you're good. Before you play. Just uh, last last thing. Again, uh, thanks for listening to the Get Up uh, you can definitely hit us up at thegetupshow.com. Uh, you can pretty much anything at thegetupshow.com. Mm-hmm. So if you want to email me, uh, info at thegetupshow.com. I love hip-hop at thegetupshow.com. Movies, it doesn't matter. Yo, yep. Email your question. Like, when y'all hear this, because people are going to slander us musically, oh. email your feedback. We're definitely going to have to have like, a part two. You can, like, you can come straight at me. At, at, <laughs> this is my address. Like, what I say, like, pull up. <laughs> Nah, like, but definitely reach out there with that. We are, we definitely gonna come back. We definitely gonna have to do another one just about movies because me and JP talk movies. Oh like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of which, bro, have you seen Witch? Yeah. The the Witch. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I, I bought oh, that. God, back that when it came out. Cinematically. So oh, I just God. watched Three Billboards. I finally oh, just saw that. Fired. Like I told that. you, that movie was so hey, you know what? I'll tell you what. That pacing. was the pacing of that movie. The humor. That was a funny was, fucking was. movie. I gotta watch it. It's called Billboards. It, no, it's, no, it's three billboards outside yeah, it's Ebbing, Missouri. Yeah. If you got, if you got HBO, it's on there right now. Okay. Anyway, 
No, it was one of the Oscar, you know, ones up yeah. for best film, whatever, last year, and uh, or this year, whatever the time period was. Yeah, I think Lady Bird ended up beating it out. It was it was this the last one. Uh, it was up for Oscars. Great movie. Like the the pacing was excellent, but it was it, like it's supposed to be a dramatic movie, and it was funny as fuck. Like it was. Oh, they did. It was it was a great movie. Again, we we gotta go somewhere. One casting problem I did have with that movie, just one. We'll talk about it another day. Mike, go ahead and get us here. So anyway, thegetupshow.com. Thanks for checking us out. If, you, uh, if you're if you trying to do something else with your life, you're trying to chase your passion, get a hold of me. Yeah. You know, uh, Just contact me at thegetupshow.com, and we're going to let this one ride out with Mike. Got trees and mad waves like the tropics. With nobody in my corner, I'm still boxing. Homies bailed on me like we nigga knocking. Like no bail, they just wanna keep me locked in. Like Odell trying to open up my options. My hair in a ponytail and I'm looking like a kuma. You big pigs, motherfucker, call you kuma. I'ma run this shit, call it a puma. I stretch the work, call it a zumba. Jump out my shell, call me a cooper. You hang around nothing but pussies, call you a fooper. I'm not scared of death, it's common. I'm more scared of fake love inside of my comments. Like, me and Mikey, we used to smoke that chronic. I can't believe it's gone, it's killing me, got me blue like Sonic. Which is ironic, cause you never gave me rings. Hot line never blink, didn't like when I sing. But I'm alive and well, now you got some time to tell me just how you feel. If you don't, well, then you fail. And we can't bail, like Legos, bruh. You got squares inside your circle, like Egos, bruh. Damn, it's gotta be rough. Nobody gave you pointers about them fake ass buffs. Man, hush, get this nigga together. Have mercy on them. They ain't know I had no limits, like I'm Percy, homie. It's been a minute since I picked up a pen, like cursed up, homie. But I'm crispy and big blessings is coming, like churches, homie. <laughs> Thank me.
Thanks again for listening to The Ghetto. Like what you heard? Think it sucked? Or are you trying to do something other than just the normal 9 to 5 and you want to share your story? Then hit me up. Send an email to contact at thegetupshow.com. Follow the show on Instagram and on Twitter at The Get Up Show. And don't forget to visit www.thegetupshow.com and check out the links for our guests.